think it was Craig should be able to work in here too, but I don't know. No, just Garrick. That's all it <laughs> yeah. is now. Yeah, Craig Craig has left us. Craig Craig's over us apparently. He's like, no, never never again will we speak. All right, is this working? No. no. welcome to two titans and a hunter a destiny 2 podcast a show where we discuss tips tricks and tools to help all guardians succeed and enjoy playing more so what makes us different you may ask well we're not streamers or youtubers we just have a passion for destiny and are dedicated to keeping guardians informed and up to date with all the latest destiny 2 news and information and opinions we encourage your questions and feedback you can contact us either by email at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to the show. I am Night Demon. On my left is the John Candy of the show, Parody. And on my right, the Nicolas Cage of the show, Respawn. And somewhere in the middle, we have a guest. Hello, guest. How do you say your name so we can stop guessing at um, it? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna correct Respawn and say it is it is pronounced Rizniz. No, it's so, Ryzen. <laughs> it's it's pronounced Rizniz. It is it's my father's old ex. Ryzen. <laughs> you know, this an extra Z there. We'll fix yeah. this. Hold on. Where's that thing at? Where's, where's it at? Don't where's you dare, one? Respawn. Don't you dare. Oh, oh, it's a thing. Don't worry, it'll take him an hour and a half to figure out how to do it, so you're pretty much safe. <laughs> All right, I'll be good. Boom! Welcome, Rizniz. I, I was looking at your name going, I, I'm sure there's some R's and Y's and Z's in there. We'll figure it yeah, out no, when we get here. And, yeah, it and tell was, I inherited the account from when my dad was in college infinity and a half ago, and I haven't had the patience to change it. Plus, it's, funny. Nice. Plus it's kind of fun to see people attempt to pronounce it and hear them totally screw it up. Which oh. is why I didn't continue saying your name. <laughs> Do you also enjoy, you know, like uh, either subscribing or following people on on Twitch and just watching them, watching their brain short circuit? They're like, "Thank you, uh, uh, par- par- parody, 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 poultry." I've been no, calling no, when I things. first heard it's it, great. when I heard parody, I thought it was the traditional way, like P A R O D Y, and then I, and then for the first time in like. A hundred and something episodes. I looked at the show notes and saw that I spelled it very wrong. I'm glad so, it took you a hundred show notes to actually look at the show yep, notes that I do every yeah. single week. Yeah, hearing that makes me feel really bad now. I'm really <laughs> glad we put those links in the notes and we're like, "Hey guys, yep. here's here's videos and information and cool websites." No, they're yep. because at the end of the show, we're just gonna have a respawn read out every link one character at a time for everyone, so yep. they can type them into their browser in real time. He did do that once, didn't he? He did. I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to mute you guys while I eat my grits. It's really just brought him in, and I'm like, my mic is sensitive enough to pick up the tinks now. So, <laughs> wait, respawn. Hold on. Did you say grits? Oh yes. Okay. Grits here's the and question. eggs. Okay. Let's get it. Yellow grits or white grits? That is a big determining factor. Well, Ooh. it's yellow after I mix the eggs and the yolk together. No. Okay. You know what? I, I can respect that. I can respect that. <laughs> I mean, it's got butter in there. That also kind of makes it a little bit yellow. Ooh. You know yeah. what? I'll take it. I'll, right? I, I can work with that. Bro, if I had some toast with maybe a little bit of butter on top that I could put the grits on oh while I gosh. eat it. Yo. Dude, yes. That Game is... over. Right? I know. Thank you. Dude. Oh, now you're making me hungry. Dang it. Right? 
get a wife. Tell her to make you grits. So nineteen. No. This is what it feels like when you and Andy go back around you know, Marmite and Vegemite, and I sit no, here and no. go, mm-hmm, "Sure, okay." They fight over the Marmite and Vegemite. We're in agreement. We don't fight. We don't fight over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just know that Marmite's better. See. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to Breakfast Chat. I am your host, oh. Breakfast Chatter. Right. <laughs> All right. No. All right. Are so, you? Are I you playing and recording the podcast? Me? Yeah, no. yeah. Where, where, where's our where's our live stream? Where's where's the the face cam of you eating the grits? Yeah, <sighs> are you a live camming streaming? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, the, the people want their full uncut version. He's not, so is can, he? You're not. Hear, you? They can hear the you six hour. I, the six I, hour walk I was debating whether or not to turn it on, but if if I'm being measured, I can play some Destiny. No. You made a big point of it last week that you were going to start streaming it yeah. and recording the podcast. Oh, so we yeah, told yeah, the people yeah. okay, to okay. That stream, that stream. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Hold yeah. on, let me cut it but, And I'm saying you need to take it up a level with, with adding the breakfast cam because that clearly is the full <laughs> Destiny pod. If, if you want the full raw uncut experience, they need to have the full experience of Respawn eating grits for breakfast while recording while playing Destiny because that First is the all, full me, podcast That's like the perfect thing to do on like a Saturday morning is just the Destiny Exactly. And the grits. Like you, you cannot get better than that. It's like not physically possible. I'm trying to come up with a name for like you know, you know, Des- Destiny breakfast and you know, Destiny's grits and eggs, respawns grits and eggs. I don't know. There's a name there somewhere. It's escaping me. Team wipes and face wipes. Breakfast respawn. Two Titans eat grits with Hunter episode. What is this? One oh eight. One oh nine. No, it was last week. Where, where you promised the people, you made a big point of you know streaming this for the people so they could see it all. And I forgot, and I appreciate you looking out for me. Thank you. Sir. And keep an eye on the chat this week because you had loads of questions in that you didn't realize you were I getting. I did have loads of questions, and I didn't notice till it was way too late. So chat is opening. That is a twitching. That is a moving the picture. That is going to my channel. There's just one guy, no matter what time I stream, he's always in there, dude. And I was talking to him the other day. Ah. He's talking to me. He goes, only a little. (laughs) (laughs) So you're you're the bot. He's a panoramics. Okay. No, he's not a bot. No, he's for real not a bot. He's just like always there. Where the hell's my channel? Yeah. So uh, Respawn's channel is at twitch.tv slash no one respawns in real life. R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E all spelled out. Yep. Hey, You're really messing up my intros now with that we're not <laughs> Twitch streamers or YouTubers. We're not Twitch streamers. I'm streaming the show on Twitch. That doesn't mean I'm a Twitch streamer. I have <laughs> a total of, I think, eight followers, I think. We would I mean, be mixed pro. Oh, no, I've got like 130 followers. Look at that. But I only have, in, at any given time, I think the most people that have ever watched my show is eight, and that was during the day one raid. And that eight people lasted maybe five minutes, okay? <laughs> Well, Night Demon, what you have to now say is you're not professionals because you've got the channel and respawn streams, but you, you, as far as I know, you're not, be, you're not becoming the next laser beam. Uh, I mean, you could. All, I don't know. Everybody who listens to the show knows we're not professionals. That doesn't need yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. They've, yeah. they've seen us play. They, they know there's nothing <laughs> professional about anything that goes on here. Mm-hmm. That would require me to actually re-record the intros, get these guys to re-record <laughs> intros. It's the same amount of effort as it is to change the logo and the title now that we've got not half. Yeah. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. It's just not not half is just part of the furniture. And he just accepts that now. Mm-hmm. So now we've reminded Respawn of starting up his stream. 
we can probably now properly start the show so that people actually start the show. Actually, have a show to listen to eventually. Yeah, because all that other stuff just doesn't make it in. No, it doesn't until it does. So, um, do, do you want to take us through next week of Destiny? Their Iron Iron Demon, because really, no, no. There, there's three things on this list, but really, no one cares about Kyle's forces on the battleground area on Nessus. No one really cares about the Warden Servitor and the Warden of Nothing Nightfall. Hashtag Warden, hashtag Nightfall. Are you looking at 12 or Bungie? Bungie? And um, we're going to light the fire pits. Iron Banner and Extra Valor will be live in the Crucible. That's all we care about. There is nothing else next week. There is only Iron Banner. Make mm-hmm. Saladin proud. Disagree. And now sit back and relax while Night Demon says Iron Burden 2,500 times. One for each. <laughs> you Iron got Burden it right kills. this time. You didn't take away a thousand of his kills. Right? Good job. I'll see you back here in four hours when he finishes. Good job. Oh, Ryan's is about to get kicked already. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Perry. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Where's that kick button at? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, I'm not saying it. All right. You know oh, what you get. I was going to come back and say, well, we had to cut that out because it was just too long. And, you know, we didn't <laughs> want to subject you to that. That's so, yeah, Iron Banner's next week. So that, that's all you need to know. Thanks for thanks for being here. That was the show. See you next week. Goodbye. Mm. Thanks for coming on, Martin. Yeah, been a pleasure. Been fun. <laughs> I suppose we better we better do that other professional podcast thing of letting our guest introduce himself and yep. tell us tell, something about yourself, what you mean, the, and why. Yeah. Honor. All right. Yep. Um. So, do you want me to go through my full backstory of Destiny, or just what I mean and stuff? Full backstory, yeah. birth all onwards. Right. Okay. From birth, um, yes. <laughs> okay. So it all started. Um, I want to say about so before I get into this, I didn't play D1. I'm I'm now ashamed to say that. Shame. 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 Look, I probably yeah, I probably started I wanna say maybe Three years ago in D2, this was back like before Curse of Osiris and everything came out. I was at a friend's house and he just happened to be playing Destiny. And he's, I think he was on Nessus doing something. And I'm just staring there, wide eyes, open mouth, just wondering why he's, he goes from a guy with an SMG to a guy holding a giant staff made of pure electricity. And then... And also, Respawn, you're probably going to love this or hate this. I don't know. But this guy, you know he's a true friend when he is willing to personally delete one of his hunters to let me try out the game. How many hunters did he have and was the answer? I think he had all three hunters, so. So why am I mad? I don't know. Yep. (laughs) And a great friend. Yeah. I mean, good guy. Yeah. What's his name? Give him a shout out. In case you listen. Yeah, um, I don't know if he hasn't played Des- he hasn't played Destiny in a while, but I want to shout out to Uncle Grandpa Nineteen, dude, great guy, doesn't get better than that. <laughs> uh, great name, sir. Also, are you from Alabama? No, <laughs> no, the guy, Uncle oh, Grandpa. Oh no, 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 he's not. But yeah, so after that, we've now like... lost all of our Alabama <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so after that, like for. Like, the longest while, I was just saving up penny by penny. I wasn't employed by then. So, like, just penny by penny, I saved up and bought Destiny. And, yeah, from there, I played, I grinded. 
And then I fell off the holy path for a little while until about probably like last August. So like for a good probably two years, maybe something like that. I did not play. And then the end of the world happened. By that, I mean... Yeah, as a thing. Yes, yes, that. And then I had finished... I had just beaten like Halo's one three and four campaigns because i ran out of things to do why just skip so, two um you know what to be honest i don't know my brother and his co- and our cousin like to play that game so we just don't touch it because they get really mad at us when we mess up their progress oh, fair enough. i just had to ask yeah. you went from yeah, one no. to three four it's like what, what happened yeah. to two yeah no but so yeah i bought forsaken back in august and i got i'm not gonna lie to you i cried I cried in Cade's final fight scene after seeing what happened to his ghost. Everybody did, dude. Yes, I know. So at that point, my re-loving for Destiny re-sparked, and I've been obsessed ever since. But yeah, that's my story. And he's sticking to it. Yep. So, uh, why why do you main Hunter? Is it just Um, because well, yes, hunters are good. I agree with Respawn on that. And I I respect the love that people have for Warlocks and even Titans. I'm sorry. Like, Titans in their own way... People don't love maybe, Titans. People identify with Titans. Yes. Different. Like, Titans are cool in what little ways they have. I'm sorry. But, like, I can't melee. Like, I can't be close-range fights for the life of me. Mm. Like, the ability to, like, punch and punch and punch and punch, that's just not me. But yeah, and I, yeah, and besides, I started out on Hunter, and it's like once you start, why go back? But yeah, agreed, agreed. And uh, Night Demon, why is it that uh, you couldn't create a Hunter? And um, what's wrong with your game? Me? Yeah. I mean, the well, only reason you played Titan is because your game physically wouldn't let you create a Hunter, right? Because that's the only reason anybody would pick a Titan. Why are you suddenly picking on me? <laughs> well, hold on. He still had the warlock option, did he? I was like, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, one of those moods where I'm confrontational. I'm don't take it. Oh, personal. okay. No, yeah. you're good. You're oh, good. wait, wait, wait. What? One of those moods? Has this mood lasted from birth until now? I'm extra confrontational See, today. Th- okay. This is this is why I, you know, compared him to Nicolas Cage. He's the Nicolas Cage <laughs> of the show. You know, it's Nicolas Cage. You just don't know what mood he's going to show up. It's always just <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Just as long as there's no bees, that's all I care about, dude. Just no bees. Right? <laughs> just the one thing I ask. I'll do whatever you want. Just no bees. Uh, anyway, all right. So we got a we got a twab that the uh, parody has completely skipped, except for the iron banana part, which is totally. No, I mean, I, I mean, that was the entire thing. There's nothing else. What about this whole um, what we're planning on Bungie thing? Are we reading that, or is that just kind of me? No, I, I thought you were you do your deep dive analysis into the the growth of the studio and the international expansion. And is that what I'm doing? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you haven't prepared your your, your dissertation. Yeah, Respawn, tell us about the Bungie prepares for future growth in 2021. I will absolutely tell us about that just as soon as I pull that back up again. If you read the whole thing in like the most yeah. monotone way, that would be ideal. No, that would be Night Demon's job, bro. I can't do that. Like, it's a, it's a physical thing. I physically can't do that. 
Um, also, that is the wrong thing. I'm a dummy. Let's try that again. Uh, Bungie prepares. Here we go. Wow, that is <laughs> substantial. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> how about how about you read like the first like the four headlines at the top and we leave it at that? Yeah. I'm good with that. All right, let's do that. I keep pausing the game. People are like, damn it, Respawn. All right. <laughs> Bungie prepares for future growth in 2021. Uh, you get the four main headlines. Uh, Bungie prepares for future growth in 2021 with studio expansion by T, by key, not T, key talent investments and a new board member. Members. Members. Plural. Yep. Uh, Bungie increases Bellevue, Washington headquarters to over 20, that is not a 20, 208,000 square feet, planning a complete technical modernization alongside plans to open up its first international office in 2022. Would Mm -hmm. you look at that? They're going global, people. Um, Bungie announces key talent additions and investments at all the executive level in preparation for future IP growth and expanding the highly acclaimed and successful Destiny universe into new media. Bungie welcomes new members to the Bungie board of directors from the entertainment and media industry, Trace Harris and Pamela Kaufman. And then they go into details about how they're doing each one of those things, but I'm not going to read that. Well, basic, basically, Pete Parsons and Luke Smith have been promoted, and they are now like heads of the Destiny universe as a kind of whole. And then they've promoted somebody else, I can't remember the name of the guy, to literally just being in charge of Bungie and in charge of Destiny 2. So, um, I don't know, I'm sure it must say in here somewhere. Um, so yeah, sorry. Mark Noseworthy has been promoted to Vice President of the Destiny Universe, and Luke Smith is the Executive Creative Director of the Destiny Universe, and Justin Truman is the General Manager of Destiny 2, which, I mean, I think just means that Mark Noseworthy and Luke Smith are going to be incorporating other media like comics, films, music, books, anything you can kind of... Do you know if that's true about about uh, a Destiny movie? Did you see the the YouTube was talking about that? Yeah, dude, well, that, I, I saw that, and I, I don't want that to happen. That's I mean, because that, of this, really. Yeah, there's a new media, like you know, movie, TV, whatever. I would I would love to see them expand into something. I, I just want to see Lance Riddick live action play Zavala. That's really what I want. Mm-hmm. If we can get anybody else to do anything else, it'd be fine. <laughs> Are they going to paint them all? Too? <laughs> that feels like the best chance to have you know have Kate come back in his you know original form. Oh my God! Just yes. imagine if he played Kate. Please. And that's yeah. how you win over the hunters. Yes. Best selling movie ever. Oh, don't act like it's just the hunters that want him back. All right. <laughs> and, and and just for the movie, they brought back Dinklebot. Dude, not enjoying Kate, no matter what you play, is the greatest sin. Like not enjoying mm-hmm. a Tom Hanks movie. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but okay. In, in lieu of actual Dinklebot, I want Peter Dinklage to follow you around and just talk to you. <laughs> no, he is the ghost. <laughs> if Thor Ragnarok can make him a giant, Destiny can make him a ghost, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so with the introduction of this Pamela Kaufman, she's 
is the president of Viacom CBS Global Consumer Products, overseeing the worldwide licensing and merchandising of Viacom CBS, portfolio of brands spanning Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, Bet and CBS, Showtime and Paramount Pictures. Whew, that's a lot of stuff that she's involved in. All so, the things. All the things. So it looks like, you know, potentially movies, TV series, which would all be brilliant for Destiny fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the more Destiny, the better. And you are you can't go wrong with that. Really, how how incredible would it be that just to be your your job title to be the like the vice president of a universe? Yeah. What are you? Oh, I'm vice president of this universe over here. And do we now have the DCU, the Destiny Content Universe, like the Marvel Content Universe? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But we, you also have to ask it? yourself this one very important question. And it's it is a paramount question. If it is a paramount they were question, going to make they are now part of this. What expansion would it cover? Ooh. Oh, D one, day one. Start. I, no, all, I think it would have to cover the other game. That was, I think, the most memorable part of this game. Which one? Or, the death of Cade. Dude, dude, yes. Well, no, I think it, it's probably going to be more along the lines of it's going to be the other stories that are in the Destiny universe that the players aren't playing but could go along and explain a bit more. So you don't necessarily have to have Lance Reddick come in and do Zavala, but you could have other, like Shin Malfas and other people that have been, you know, noted in the Destiny lore. And like the Battle of Twilight Gap, you know, you could tell single stories from one Guardian's perspective on that or even the Fallen's perspective on that or what happened with the Fallen. There's so much possibilities that could happen you know and then it ties in with the game because we are playing the story as it goes along and then you just imagine like that game that they had that came out was it um i knew you were gonna mention i was just struggling to remember what it was too the game and the tv show quantum break was it no at least that's that's all i was thinking of uh shoot yeah it was it was quantum break which was the the game that you could play, you played for like it had Sean Astin in it from who was Iceman in the X-Men. And the guy, the bad guy, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. And mm-hmm. you, you played the game. Um, it was by Remedy. You played the game, and then it would pause, you'd get to a certain point in the game where you make a decision, and they would then play you a TV show for half an hour, and then at oh, the end of that, you'd okay. go then and play some more. Um, and you could imagine that the the Bungie universe would tie in to various different points of the game. Imagine if they were doing that, that, you know, there was an expansion coming up and you got to watch like this half an hour, 45 minute, you know, TV extravaganza, a bit like what's happening with WandaVision at the moment. And then it yeah. expands into the universe of you can then go and play this. And it's like, that would be amazing. No, yeah, that, that personally sounds amazing. I, I see that this is where it's going to go. I mean, there there is possibilities of the the backstories and all the different tales that have come before, or the things that have been hinted on in the lore that you could have comics, TV series. But like, I think like a, a big movie, if they were going to do something like that, it would. I think it would be too much to ask that it just copies what's actually in the Destiny that we've been playing. I think maybe something that would either influence the game going forward or something from the past that would get people interested in playing the game. Yeah, I can, I can see where you're going with that because if they're just going to, because they already made an expansion, people who have the expansions already played. 
So what's the point of making an entire movie out, out of it when you can play the game, watch the cutscenes, and interact with it? Because so I, I want to see the actors doing the things. Obviously, I mean, yes, that that's going to be good. Like, like no problem. But like, you already know what's going to happen. It's like watching like the same movie over and over. You already know what's going to happen. You just want to get Bro, to the final. Talking to a guy that watches Deadpool one and two and the new Dragon Ball Z Super Broly movie multiple times a week. Okay, so. <laughs> we're not travel anyway they're good movies to watch on planes so leave me alone yeah the, the, yeah i'm glad you brought that one up night team there's another one i'm trying to think of because they it was an actual they had like a full-on like tv series and their idea was like you know there'll be things in the game and then like the, the tv series would like fill in the gaps narratively of what the game was and then it would go back to the tv series and like it was like i think it ran for two seasons and i and that was the one that the um the drawing a blank had. on what it's called the film had um, James Bond in it, didn't it? Daniel Craig. Uh, there, there wasn't. There wasn't a film. It was, it was just TV. It was a TV show and a game that they had the same name. They released side by side a couple of years ago, and I'm absolutely failing to remember what it's called or be able to find it. No, I, I could, I'm going to find it. Hang on, because the show wasn't very good and the game was fine. But it, it was at least it was the first time that they had done. Well, well, well I mean, it was the first time they had done like. Like I don't know, like, like the same thing side by side, and it's. it's I say a couple of years. It was probably like ten years ago because I'm old and don't know how time works anymore. My head just wants to say it was Starship Troopers, and I know it's not Starship Troopers, but I feel like it was sort of in that same world. Defiance. Defiance. Thank you. Yes, there was a film in 2008, which then led to the TV series, which oh, then led right. to the game. Totally forgot about the film. Thank you. Yeah, the game. The, the film had, as I said, Daniel Craig in it. Was that the same film? Because I don't think Defiance, the film, had anything to do with Defiance, the game. I'm sure it was. I mean, I mean, looking up Daniel Craig, it's like, you know, Nazi Germany and something, and I feel like there were giant aliens in the Defiance game. Maybe then. Maybe it's just the same name. <laughs> That's how I remembered it. Nazi Germans? Okay, okay yeah. Okay, yes. Yes. It, yeah, so, yeah, so there is a Defiance TV show with Daniel Craig. Totally different, completely different than Defiance, the video game, and the sci-fi Western drama television series. You can tell well, that I've watched. They do have Fantasy Star, the video game, and then Fantasy Star, the anime. So you can do that, I guess. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Defiance. That's what it was. So yeah, there were, there were big yes, aliens. Defiance, just ignoring that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I was trying to come up with. Yeah, because I had you know a TV show with a companion video game that pan and i ran around with because you could shoot giant aliens like starship troopers so i'm not totally crazy and then they tried to repackage it and re-release it as defiance 2050 and uh it was basically the same game and like terribly old and out of date and it was just a terrible idea all around but it was fun to run around and play starship troopers the video game what makes me laugh is that you search on imdb for defiance and then it comes up with more that you might like and it goes <laughs> uh you know, there's the, the, the usual suspects: falling stars, falling skies, revolution, dark matter, and then it goes defiance. The film with Daniel Craig. It's like, well, how does that? I'm right. sure you're you're then saying that that ties in with, but obviously it doesn't because I haven't watched either of them. No, yeah, yeah. yeah falling things like Blood Rain has movies and video games. Freaking Tomb Raider has movies and video games. Like, right? Ah, is that a thing? Right. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, but, yeah, like there's so many things where there is a movie and a video game TV series, but this was the one where their whole thing was like it was going to be like run side by side, 
And yeah, like you, you play the game and then we'll give you a new season of TV to you know sort of do what 19 was saying, like the Destiny might do. Explore some of these stories, you know, deep dive into these characters because the game was run around and shoot the aliens. You know, there, was, there was a narrative there, but it wasn't like a deep, well thought out narrative. So it's like, this can give you some narrative. I would say that shooting aliens is not deep and well thought out parody. Well, well, I mean, not in Defiance, no. Defiance, it was there a big alien. <laughs> How are you stuck by a gun in Defiance? No. <laughs> no, I mean, in Defiance, no. In Destiny 1, no. I mean, because there was a plot. But let's be honest. If you weren't reading the Lord tab for the Grimoire cards, you're like, there's some aliens. Some of them have more arms. Some of them have robots. Murder them all. That was some your plot. Some of them plot. have giant shields called Cabal. Yes. Anyway, so sorry. Now I feel less like a crazy person. Yeah, because I was remembering Falling Skies and a bunch of other stuff because I watch all the sci-fi <laughs> and all friends together in my brain. I'm going, no, that's not the right one. No, that's not the right Dude, one. You and me both. Defiance, yes. But yeah, yeah. so Defiance the movie. Actually, I, didn't, I, I think we should, as a group, watch Defiance the movie and then the first episode of Defiance the TV show and see where the parallels are. <laughs> Daniel Craig in Nazi Germany. And then giant alien to the you know sci-fi American Western. Sounds like a perfect tie-in. You never know. The aliens could turn up at any point during that film. We just don't know. Uh, the aliens are the Nazis. Why do you think they're propagandists? Exactly. So, yeah. Duh. Okay, that's what it is. There you go. There's there's a tie-in. Cowboys and aliens. So they're also expanding the HQ as Wait, we spawn. I figured it out. Cowboys and aliens. 2011. Star Daniel Craig. Aliens. Western. That's the eventual eventual tie-in. We figured it out. Anyway, I'm sorry. Defiance meets destiny. <laughs> So as Respawn noted, that Bungie are expanding their HQ and they're adding an international office coming 2022. And this is going to be their first international office in Amsterdam. Uh, the office space represents Bungie's developing global business and will be the home of the company's growing publishing and marketing division, ensuring Bungie's ongoing commitment to unify and expand on their passionate player community all over the world. So... Indeed. So yeah, Bungie is growing. So which makes me happy that Bungie is growing because that means Bungie is doing well. And if Bungie yeah. is doing well, we're doing well and we get more things from them. Yeah. I'm so glad that all my, my you know, my silver has gone to a good yeah. use here. Yeah. Yeah, Fuzzco. See, we're expanding the Destiny community, mister. I will never spend silver on, 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 on Bungie. Me, 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 me. I, never, I never would either, but I'm a loyal customer, so... I have a podcast I've been talking about for two years about this game. So, you know, we all do our part. Yeah. One might say that Parody has a vested interest in this game succeeding. Eh? 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 No? Okay. So should we get into this week at Bungie for the 18th of February, 2021? It's done. There's a good thing at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it's called The End. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I opened the twab and it said we're not supposed to be here, and I closed the twab. Like, well, not to be here, so. <laughs> that's why I know it's Iron Beta this week, and that's it. So what else? What else is? In, what else happened? What else happened? There was a secret mission that went live this week. I mean, it's not so secret anymore, is it? It may not, be for some people. My kids didn't know about anymore. it until I took them through it. You took? Oh, you lying son of a! Oh. <laughs> Line what? What? What's oh no, Phoenix did it by himself. It's not that bad. Oh, my kids didn't know about it till I talked them through it. Yeah, two very contradictory statements there, demon. Phoenix did do it. 
Uh huh. Yeah. Bruce, if, you're to take you go, if you're looking for someone to go through with you, I don't even think I've started it. So, if no, no. Ready, see, you... me being goaded by Demon, like the idiot that I am, he's all like, oh, Demon, uh, Phoenix figured it out. I know you can. So, yeah, I solo did the whole damn thing. So did I. Well, respect. Uh, he says he figured it out. That doesn't mean he did it by himself. Why? Why? Why bother? I mean, I know why bother. It's, I was aware of it. I saw, I saw everyone talking about it. I'm going, it looks like a good gun. I'll get around to it eventually. How long did it, it take you? To, how long did it take you to solo it? Because I've heard it's not hard. It's just a time commitment. Yeah, that that's what I was told. And mostly you well, have I, to know where to look because I've easily spent thirty minutes looking for a hatch that happened to be above me. <laughs> just just talk, that happened. Just, it's just go to Ibantis. Ibantis will walk you through by the hand yeah. lovingly and tell you each step of the way where to go. But yeah, it it took probably I'd say about an hour just to figure it out. Flicking switches, shooting buttons. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I heard. And I like I, I want to get the gun. I want to add it to my collection of exotics that I will remember for this week and never use again. I no, no, you will use it. I will use, use it. Yeah, and I probably will. But it's just especially if you get when, the catalyst, dude. Oh when, my God. when your time is limited, mm-hmm. you're yeah, no. an hour to one thing, and you know, no, no, like, no, 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 no. It's an hour to do it if you're just trying to do it without looking at any yeah, guides and just having and, a quick, you know, just having fun going through doing it solo. If okay. you're with the team, you could probably get it done in about 20 minutes. Easy. Yeah, okay. we ran a few people through it yesterday. So, yeah, it, it didn't take that long. Once you once you knew what was up, you could run through it pretty quick. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I think I watched either – I think I watched Foundation and Abantis both put out videos on it that I sort of watched through to get at least a sense of – what is being asked to me, and it's like here's 16 different, you know, I felt like 16 different mechanics, but none it of is. them were that. Hard. Go find the light, shoot the light, move on with life. It's like okay, that oh, I can yeah. do. So you got to find the switch. You got to flip the switch. That switch opens up a panel. In that panel, you shoot a light. When that light is done, another panel opens up. That panel has some green ghosty stuff. You shoot the ghosty stuff. Now you can run through an imaginary electric field. Dude, it took me 15 <laughs> minutes to figure out why I had to shoot those. I'm yeah. kind of embarrassed to say that. Just don't cold sets, though. Yeah, that's yeah. that's honestly why I, try, I like. I'll pull up someone's even if it's on an in depth like here's how to solo it 100. Go guns blazing. Like, please tell me what to expect because if I have an hour to play and I sit down to play for an hour, oh, I do don't want to. You don't want to spend it, you know, getting yeah. nothing out of it. So no, that's, yeah, it, like it's that. definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah, twenty minutes is doable. Again, I there's like three guns I want to refarm for exotics, and so far, the two they've given us are not those. But at least, yeah. So no, 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 this, done, this, this is worth. This is definitely worth it. It is definitely worth farming it to see if you can get some really good rolls on it. I know, you, I, I know, you're not like a hand cannon user, but this is oh, a really good scout rifle. This is a really good cannon in scout rifle. rifle form, and when you get the exotic perk, oh, not the perk, the catalyst, it becomes the last word in exotic form. <laughs> yeah, in, in, so in, not exotic form, in scout rifle form. It so. doesn't drop with the catalyst at the moment. The catalyst is hopefully coming this week. I think it's been data mined, so by the time mm. you've heard this podcast, the catalyst would have dropped. So I believe somebody said that all you have to do is go to Zavala in the tower and then complete a bunch of tasks for it. But it gives you the the hit fire kind of accuracy and um, bonus that you can get with the last word. So you can Hold on. a quick correction. It doesn't give okay. you the bonus. It removes the penalties. Well, that's a bonus to me. Well, I mean, but it's it's uh, we're not buffing. We're just not nerfing. We all know verbiage is important when it comes to bungee. So we have yeah. to clarify. 
You don't get a bonus. It just takes away. It's a bonus. The the penalties. It's a bonus to hit fire. You say so. Yeah. It's all a bonus. So to get this mission started, you have to go into the strike, the arms dealer. So you can either do this from the director or because of the week that we're currently in, it's the nightfall. You can do it through that. You could do it in the normal strike rotation if you like. But it's literally the first room that you come to where you find like some scions and some cabal just fighting or just standing near the exploded barrels. And there's a projection of the shard of the traveler. Literally the door right there to the right, that opens up once you've cleared that room. Go through there, kill the flame turrets or the the scorpion turrets or whatever they are kill the boss at the end of that route and then over on one of the platforms you'll see there's a little diamond come up say inspect and then you can go from there and um it's a secret mission on the director on the tangled shore isn't it up in the top left hand corner okay so you can go to it without starting the arms dealer or do you have to start the arms dealer at least once in order to have it available to to it you have, you have to go to, to the strike. Yeah. You Whether have it's to go nightfall, to... Like you have to get the No, you don't have to do it just through the nightfall. Other people have just been doing it through just going on the I... director. No, I said or. Sorry, you you, you buzzed out. You sorry. have to be in the strike, but or. I buzzed out. What do you mean? Yeah, you're, you're roboting. Too much Twitch, not enough audio. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so you have to you have to pick up the 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 point in the quest, in the uh, the arms dealer strike first, okay. and then you can go to Zavala. He says, "Oh, there's this thing, it's over by the tangled shore," and then you go and investigate that. And is that one match made? If you go directly into the tangled shore, no, no, it's not. Okay, so it's a solo. Okay, yeah. Again, yeah. like I said, I, I'm asking the dumb guy questions because I'm the dumb guy who hasn't touched it yet. There is awesome. a. There is a triumph for soloing it. There is also a triumph for soloing it flawless as well. No, it's not hard at can't, all. Can't make me. There is also a lovely cheese. I've got a couple of videos for you guys later on. But regarding, actually, I could go through this now. There is a guide from, I think it's Mano Destra. Look at this. Look at that. I didn't going off script and, and doing right? videos. Right Ooh. Uh, I noticed that you defaulted to respawn going off script, and oh, I really yeah. appreciate well, I mean, that's that's the sentence yeah, that my mouth wants to form. Not off script. It's it's in total context. So, Mano Destra seven 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 has got the Dead Man's Tail, which is the exotic uh, scout rifle. Scout rifle. That's the word. Not, for not the... a hand cannon. I know it's confusing, but it's not a hand cannon. Not a hand cannon. Hallelujah hand for that. Really long barrel. So this is the passage mission, and he's got a guide for you to do it solo, flawless. And there is a couple of cheeses, and there's some scannables in there for future going back in and doing different things. So also, also Abbey Hour. Yeah, okay. Abbey yeah. Hour, and I saw that the parody had posted this earlier, has the first scannable available for you to scan. She's got a video on that. And it, there are hidden caches. I think there are about... There's one each week that you can go and scan a data pad, and these data pads are only going to be like functional for that week. Hopefully, it's going to be a bit like those penguins on the um, Europa. Europa that you can scan as they come up in the rotation. So week one, uh, there's one literally as you start the mission. But you, ha- I think you have to do it for about the second or third time before it's uh, to be able to be scannable. You can't do it on your first try. And I'm sure I looked on my second. But then on the, on the third try, I just walked up to it and it, it was easily scannable. Same. And if you go in a fourth time, you can't get it again after that. 
there is a really good cheese in the Mano Destra video to do with the Star Wars room. That's all I'm going to leave it at because if you just want to experience it as, you know, without you being spoiled. Star Wars room is, sir. No, I'm not going to explain because know. that would spoil it. But but I've been through that thing four times and I can't imagine what you call the Star Wars room. Oh, that. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Yeah. I was wondering where you were going to go with that. <laughs> but there is a cheese for it, which is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that hard. I'd rather cheese for the boss fight, if I'm being honest. Which, by the way, I kind of made one up where boss I go to fight. one side, I boss fight, I jump the up, go to the other easy. side. Yeah, that's and... all you have to do. I took... That's what I did. <laughs> for the boss fight, I took... Uh, Tiku's divination and I took uh, those rockets that stick. Oh no, actually, I took um, cluster and tracking. And literally, as you said, you you flick all the switches, you drop down one side, you shoot at him a couple of times, you jump back up. He runs to the side that you were at, you run across to the other side, drop back down, shoot him from the other side. It's like he gets so confused. <laughs> but it, yes. I, I want to do that now. It's so yeah, easy really? to do it solo. Just be careful when you do jump back up because sometimes there are ads that's born back up the top. Yeah, yeah. That's but again, Tikus, Tikus is amazing. Just like a couple of pew, dude, shots that and then... bow is amazing. That bow is a lot of fun. I've, I know. It, it's what the Skyburners Oath grew up and wanted to be. Yes, it's it's really fun. It's really enjoyable, and I, I've been not maining it, but basically, anytime it wasn't like you need something to shoot. You know, anti barrier champions or whatever. I've been putting the bow yeah, on and just using that, especially Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds, I played some PvP this morning with it. It's just, it's stupidly fun. I really enjoy it. How easy is it to kill people in PvP? Because I still have like 48 more PvP kills to get with it and I haven't even it's, taken it in there. It's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, when you, when you, you know, ADS it, I think it's, I think, it, I feel like it one shot somebody, but I'm sure he had taken some damage first. It's probably at least a two shot. Or you can just take it into sixes and just spam hip fire it and you know clean people up that way. I've done a little bit of both. I played two yeah. elimination matches this morning because I had some quest that was like play two elimination matches. Sure, why not? I've got time and I'm not invested in whether we win or lose. So worked out nicely. Didn't you know everyone everyone good is in trials, so everyone not so good was in elimination. <laughs> worked out great. It actually felt competitive. So yeah, this this mission went live and it it's really good, spooky mission to try and do solo and good fun you know there's lots of secret things that are going to come up in the next couple of weeks and you can run it through the first time and you will get uh, a normal standard version of the exotic to drop but it's got the new kind of i'd say it's a perk with the question mark saying that if you rerun the mission you'll get extra drops of this to have different roles of different perks and um, there's quite a few good ones in the loophole for it but i think unfortunately at the moment you can only run it once on your account whole account so once you've run no, it through, I will and then... say this. That's not true. Because if you run true? it once, you get the weapon. And if you run it a second time, you get well, a random roll weapon. That's what I'm sa just about to explain. Oh. That's what I'm explaining. You can you get the, the, the initial drop, but you can only get one random roll per week at the moment. And I'm not entirely sure whether that is a bug or that is it. Because unlike the Hawkmoon, where you can run it on all three characters for that week, this is at the moment just one extra or that one reroll per week once you've initially acquired <clears throat> initially acquired it. 
So yeah. Sorry. I got. Run at once. I'm like, no, 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 that's not a thing. You can do it. It's yeah. Sentence is also important. Do what? The rest of the sentence was also important. Oh, okay. So it's called Dead Man's Tale. It's the first of its kind, 120 RPM scout rifle. It's a primary. And initially, if it comes up on my screen, tap the button 10 times. Stop. Initially, it comes with fluted barrel, accurized rounds, transformative perk, and hand-laid stock. The transformative perk just means that later in future rolls, you're going to be able to get random rolls of this gun. Yes. There you go. I thought there was some perk about tapping the button ten times. I was very confused for a minute. Oh. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> no. I, <sighs> Ishtar Collective or Ishtar Commander, whatever it is, just, just didn't want to work. It's like, no, you, you push the button, you saw, that, you saw what the gun was, so that's it, we're just going to close now. Yeah, yeah. Ever, ever since they, you know, canceled the maintenance that was supposed to be on Thursday, things have been just a little, little slow on the app side. I've noticed the same thing with Ishtar and Dim this week, just a little bit mm. off in the Bungie app, pulling, like pulling the bounty. Sometimes it pulls, sometimes it goes. I see you've pressed the button. I know you've requested this bounty. I'm going to think <laughs> about it for a while. It may show up in 20 minutes, but right now I'm just, I'm going to look about that. So its exotic perk is cranial spike. So chaining precision hits grants bonus damage and quickens the reload. So you, it then speeds up, and you you know you can kill a guardian very very quickly, and it's very good for PVE as well. And then on the reroll that I got, I got hammerforge rifling, which increases the range. I got steady rounds, which is increasing the stability, but slightly decreases range. I got outlaw, so precision kills greatly decrease the re reload time, and then fitted stock, which is increasing the stability. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking for on mine, dude. It's it's amazing, and then uh, I put right reloading on. perks on my gauntlets, and I was going to town with it in PVE. I haven't taken it to PvP as yet, but yeah, that was good fun. You're a bad man. You're totally roboting out respawn. We're not roboting, but like we're just losing your audience. He's fiddled with the mic, isn't he? No. How, how many I'm weeks sure. did it take him? One week. I haven't, he's touched, it. I haven't no. touched the damn mic. No, it's not the mic. It's a bit. It sounds like bandwidth. It sounds like <laughs> Twitch and. Discord are fighting for supremacy, which you can no longer do in, De in Destiny. It's been vaulted. I'd like that, that time. That, huh? that, that, that was one thing I did want to bring up with the new way that they are laying out the... Uh, uh, what is it? The, the I can't remember the name of them. First word sounds like... Okay, first word sounds like triumph, but it's mm -hmm. not triumph, but it's the things that you have you can do each week, and they're going to give you... like. That's it, the weekly challenges. So the right. weekly challenges, I understand where they were coming from, that you can do these weekly challenges at any point and you could earn the bright dust and you could earn the challenges to you know, complete the whatever. But what I'm confused at is the first week there was a challenge to do mayhem. And then the second week there was a challenge to do, I can't remember what it is this week in, in the... Um, in crucible but whatever the crucible feature playlist is this week it's not that it's not that so if you come in later on in the season and mayhem or i'm going to say supremacy even though i know it's not supremacy 
Mayhem and Supremacy aren't up for that week. How are you then able to complete those challenges? I thought gotcha. the idea was that you could come in at any point during the season, like the ones for Gambit. I've left the ones for Gambit. I mean, I did it the first week. The second week, I haven't played Gambit this week. But I should have. But so I know that at the end of... Good, good job. I know at the end of X amount of weeks, if it requires me to go and play Gambit, I'll be able to complete all of those in one sitting because it's just kind of play Gambit, do Gambit things. Whereas the Crucible ones, because they're based on the rotational playlist, doesn't make sense. So you, what I've been focusing on is making sure that I've completed those each week so that I don't have to worry about them coming up later on in the season that I've missed. Yeah. So well, I just thought I'd point that out at this point in time. So if Mayhem and not Supremacy, but Supremacy come back up, whatever it is this week, I can't remember what it was. Is it Elimination? No, it's not Elimination because that's already yeah. on there. Yeah, I was trying to... Actually... Respawn, have a look. You're actually playing the game. You could actually yeah. help with this. Yeah, I was well, trying I'm to... Really too, so... <laughs> um... Have a look at what the... the it's, it's next to the competitive playlist on the right. Uh, survival showdown. Survive. Showdown. Showdown. Yeah, so it's, it's literally three v three again, and you just win points. But you have to play showdown for this week, otherwise you don't do that um, triumph or that challenge for this week. So, oh, sounds like I have to go play some showdown then. Well, it may oh. come back up in the rotation, and you may maybe knock like two weeks out or two yeah two week challenges out in one go. But let's say it doesn't come back up. I'm guessing the challenge for next week when it does appear is go and play Iron Banner for the week. So it, say you miss every Iron Banner, you then lose out on, the like say, the three challenges that come up for that. Yeah. So I think maybe they could have, with those challenges, it may just be you have to go and play or get a certain amount of kills in Crucible would have probably been better or you know use your abilities in Crucible so that it does give people the chance that if they do come in in week eight, nine, nine and ten they have the ability to then go through all of those things rather than oh well you didn't play that in the playlist that week it's not back up until after the season ends so sorry you missed out yeah i was one of, i wonder if it's one of those things where at the end of the season they'll just be like hey here's here's everything or they'll they'll give us you know like you know here's like a, a selector of anything in crucible if you need to finish one of these up but yeah the bungee is great about this saying hey here's a week it's going to be Solar Week. We're going to celebrate all the solar things. Here's 17 ARC bounties. Please go complete those. It's like the planning and the programming team sometimes don't quite talk to each other. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Yeah, I get the idea is that, you know, the idea is that you can come in at like later on in the season and just do the whole thing. But there are certain ones that you can't do if they're not available in the director. Right. Yeah. It's And it may be just one of those, you know, you miss out if you miss out. But, you know, at least we'll, we'll give you, you know, three or four chances to do it versus, oh, hope you played on, you know, Tuesday the 17th, because otherwise you missed everything because it was only live for that day or only live for that week or whatever it was. Mm. But at least at least these challenges aren't, you know, super overwhelming. It's not like, you know, go do 18 steps of this quest. It's like, just go get a bunch of these kills, you know, get kills, pick up engrams. You know, there, there's there's nothing crazy about it. At least the ones I've done so far, which is not all of them, but. And something else that you brought up this week is I forgot to say last week that there are new mods that are available via the helm that you can collect each week. There are two that you can get each week and there are six in total. So these are new like charge with light mods that you can get. 
we have elemental charge which is picking up elemental wells grant energy to your abilities with the lowest current energy picking up an elemental well whose element matches your subclass damage type grants energy to all your abilities we then have elemental ordnance so this is defeating combatants with your grenade spawns an elemental well that matches your subclass energy type you have elemental light defeating combatant with your super spawns an elemental well that matches your subclass energy type there's elemental armaments so this is weapon takedowns with a damage type that matches your subclass element to have an escalating chance to spawn an elemental well yeah that's that's one thing i was i saw those and yeah i i didn't remember it maybe we covered it and i just out but i didn't remember anyone mentioning that there were the new elemental things and as someone who is basically completely ignored charge with light and half ignored war mine cells these i actually put on and had a really good time with i was playing with panoramics the other night and i picked up a couple of these we were doing some nightfalls and uh stepped into a, a legendary law sector like 20 light levels under don't do that <laughs> but they were actually a lot of fun and just it was like I, I really appreciate like sort of having a passive perk like you shoot a thing it drops a well you know, you know, you throw a grenade, it drops a well, you get more grenade energy. I don't have to do anything special for that. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering, you know, when it says wells, what are they? Because we had the same question. It's like, well, you see, you're dropping, dropping me a well. What does that look like? What am I looking for? It's basically if, um, what was the nightfall perk where you had to go get the little, like, pools of health back? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean now. I'm drawing a blank on what But basically, like, it, it looks like those, those little pools. And again, whatever whatever subclass you're running solar arc void and i assume stasis so i didn't test it you know you'll get you'll get basically that, that little puddle on the ground of whatever class you are you step in that puddle you get that little boost to your your well and yeah in my case i get to throw more grenades i was running around with solar because it was go get solar kills and things so you see those on the ground you step in them it gives you a little boost to your grenade and you can run merrily on your way yeah you know, given given that I have you know dutifully purchased all of these stupid mods, now have seventy eight mods. I, I get what Bundy was saying about here's you know seventy mods to put on your butt cape, figure it out, or your boots, you know, or whatever the armor piece is. I, I wish I could sort of cycle through like War Mind or Charge with Light or you know like these different mod types because they're and and the raid stuff. They're just all there in a pile, and I have a lot of them, most of which I don't care about. Looking at you, Charge with Light. I wish I could at least just filter on, you know, show me the ones I want to see or let me not look at Charge with Light because there's so many of those. And it's hard to sort of tell which mod is which unless you like mouse over it and see what, you know, what the name on it is or what the type of it is. I think the thing with those is that you just start kind of slotting them in and just trying them out. Just, you know, make a conscious effort to maybe just do one or two and see how it either improves your gameplay or doesn't improve your gameplay. Is it too much work for you to kind of generate, say, a Warmind um, cell, or is it just kind of coming naturally? So this week, for example, with my Warlock, I put on, you know, generates a Warmind cell through solo explosions. And I thought I'll use the TQs and see, you know, because I'm procking so many explosions from that, yeah. what I can actually get from that. And I was able to kind of solo the one of the lost sectors this week with just Tikus and it didn't matter what elemental shield that they had because it took like two or three Tikus to just explode even an arc shield or a void shield they were just exploding all over the place and these war mine cells were just popping up randomly which was really helpful because if I shot them they exploded and you know a lot of damage so 
it, it's worth kind of just experimenting with things that i mean these warm wine cells have been around for ages and i haven't really used them i've seen a lot of builds and thought you know I'll, I'll get into doing that for pve but i haven't kind of had the the need felt the need to use it like you said you just you can run strikes you can run nightfalls without these builds unless you're going up into the higher echelons of grandmasters and trying to do flawless stuff so i mean even with this the secret mission i didn't necessarily need any extra builds mods on there i was just able to kind of go through it i mean admittedly i was at 1300 because i've seen in the chat that a couple of people like andy and that were saying they were at 1250 and it was a little bit more of a struggle maybe that's probably why i wasn't really thinking about it as much but yeah it was so, the, yeah just just the, experiment yeah yeah and like i said that i appreciate that these are sort of like a like i don't have to think about them. i put the mod on and I just go, you know, go about my way and kill things. And then, oh, here's a well that increases your abilities. Great. Like, I don't have to think about if I'm charged with light or discharged with light or what I'm doing. It's just, I appreciate the passive ability side of it. But yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't really seen the mentions. And we'll, th- we'll put a little video in the show notes. And maybe you have a better one. That I, I found one that was by Paid to Be Famous, sort of going over, you know, two of them and sort of how they work. I think it's the two, you know, the two that are available this week. The grenade one, and I can't remember what the other one was. But yeah, they're just fun... You know, I, I get what people were saying. Oh, charge with light. This is like, it's like I understand. You don't have to explain it to me. I just, uh, just not that invested. It's just too much to think about. It, it's like um, I'm, I give a shout out to the Guardian Hub this week. I was listening to episode 98, and it had uh, a guy called Scott Free on there. Really good uh, podcast. If you guys haven't listened to it, and he was going over some because he does some writing for, I think it's the Destiny News Hub that they're kind of affiliated with or linked with. And he does some like writing for them. And he was giving out a few tips and tricks on their show. And one of the things that I do automatically with my builds, and I don't think we've talked about it enough on this podcast, is the fact that just make sure that you have two arc um, armor pieces. Because if you slot two specific mods on your armor pieces, it gives you a boost in mobility and strength. So if you can... Powerful friends. So this mod gives you twenty plus mobility, and what's its first perk? Sorry, that's its second perk. But when um, powerful friends, this mod. Hold on, it just closed on me. Yeah, it keeps, it it keeps closing on me. <laughs> no, I have I have it on my game right now. Okay, so okay, yeah, friends, yeah, you read it out. Is active when at least one other arc mod is socketed into armor. When at least one other arc charged with light mod is socketed into another piece of armor, you are wearing. When you become charged with light, nearby allies also become charged with light if they are not already. And then it's that's plus it, yeah. one. Yeah. So if you have that on and then you find the other mod, which is called Radiant Light, and this is this mod secondary perk is active when at least one other arc mod is socketed into the socket. So if you run this Radiant Light and the Friends perk, you kind of get double the benefits. You get the 20 plus mobility and 20 plus to strength. And casting your super uh, causes nearby allies to become charged with light, and it gives you the 20 plus strength. So that's an extra 40 points on your builds, which, you know, the charge with light part is is an added bonus, I think. But if you're kind of going for these triple stats in your builds, having just two random art pieces of armor really do help you in kind of getting better stats in certain builds. And it's yeah, something but, I've kind yeah, of done ever yeah. since light build is going to have to have two arc two solar and a void right because you need two solar pieces as well to get you a max of five stacks of light 
yeah but you don't I'm, I'm just saying just in general if you're kind of building if you're starting kind of looking at theory building of building your your armor and it's just something that i've done religiously since these armor mods were in the game because originally you could put those um the uh, powerful friends you could put powerful friends on all five pieces and get a hundred percent mobility until bungie decided oh no you can only have one on there so then they then changed it so that you had to have another arc mod slotted in into that piece and then i think they changed it last season it just has to be another arc mod entirely so it's just something i've kind of constantly run but i didn't think about kind of bringing it up until i listened to the guardian hub and as i said he the you know scott free has some other really good tips so go and listen to their show i'll link it in the show notes but it was definitely worth a listen i could see that um but yeah no i just like even even without having the two like I run power, I, I run that uh, just the one arc piece, and then the rest of it is Warmind build setup, right? And I still have a hundred mobility and a hundred recovery, right? Yeah. Only just using that one mod. To, uh, the plus twenty strength would also help, right? I mean, if I had that on, I would have you know hundred mobility, hundred recovery, and fifty five strength instead of thirty five strength. But I mean. I'm I'm expecting the warmite, not really light. So, and all those numbers definitely matter and mean something. <laughs> well, if I if I put on uh, you know on my warlock, I can get like 100% resilience, 50 uh, recovery, and 100 on my strength. And running the uh, claws of Ahamkara with the stasis build, I can get two melee charges. And if I'm using the Monte Carlo, I'm constantly procking kind of getting my melee back. So having the uptime on the melee for without kind of having to spec and put extra mods or look for the right stats on the armor, I can have more protection. I don't have to look for like 100% strength and lose out in other departments. A bit like Crazy Mr. Pips has done with some of his builds with his hunters, that he can get triple stats of like 100 in certain areas if you get the right mods and the right combinations and the right armor. So, um, Parody, you've you've been playing some Battlegrounds this week, have you? I I really enjoy Battlegrounds. Now that I've finally got used to the do one, do three, do six, you know, do three, do nine <laughs> progression. Yeah, it's again. I, I think it's it's no secret that I just want to have Halo Firefight in Destiny, and mm-hmm. this is about as close as it gets. Go there, murder a lot of things, repeat. How good is the new Battleground on the Cosmodrome? It's madness. <laughs> madness they were like would you like to have all the people inside a tiny room would you like to try to live through that because we have all of that for you i was i was not quite ready for bungie to be like here's some ogres and witches and thrall and basically the entire hive army in a small room it's a nice eight by ten enjoy yourself yeah it's like you thought and- you were fighting the cabal but no no you've got to yeah. get past this lot first yeah and dude okay the final part of, part of that, where you're you're back outside at Skywatch, wherever it is on the Cosmodrome, where you're fighting the final. So, yeah. part. I don't know where the ogres spawn. I don't know how often the ogres spawn. But with was how- that one ogre that had like two knights and a bunch of acolytes around him that would just like snipe you from like the left or the right. Thank you. I don't know where he spawns, but no matter where I'm hiding, he will find me and shoot me. Like in the- it's it's uh, almost like. It's almost like there's multiple of them because, like, I'm I did that I did that this like yesterday. They're like, 
I was hiding behind a wall. I'd get sniped. I'd hide behind a different wall, and he's still hitting me, and I can't even see him. So, like, how does like some someone please tell me how how that works? And and, and I hate to break it, guys, but Bungie Bungie is onto us because if you think I know where that shrieker is going to spawn, and I'm going to shoot him in the no, face, you don't. You they, they, they move them. They move them around. They're they're where you're not. They've gotten wise to our tactics. <laughs> So what I'm getting getting from this is that it's fun because there's so many more enemies they've put in there. Oh yeah, and it, it's just utter chaos, which is what we wanted. This is the thing that we've wanted for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. G- give me a place just to hit my head against the wall with thousands of enemies. But what I want to know is, if I if you want me to run nine of these, can we randomize them, please? I know in theory you can go into the to the Vanguard playlist and run a battleground randomized. I ran five. Nessus battlegrounds in a row before I I actually went to the Cosmodrome out of the playlist just to get the thing done for this week that says go do the new new Cosmodrome battleground (laughs) I was solo queuing in and it was like okay I've seen Nessus I've been to Nessus I I hear there's one on Europa I think I've seen it once no 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 stop I I hear there's one on Europa there's a Nessus on Europa no there's a battleground Battleground. <laughs> just teasing them. Yeah. There could be a Nessus on Europa. I would never know because I'm only allowed to play the Nessus Battleground in the playlist. Uh, it's, it really feels like when you're playing, say, Iron Banner, and, and you know there's a number of maps, and that number is more than two, but you're going to see the same two maps all week long. And then you get a third map, and you go, oh, wow. Anyway. Mm. But yeah, I love Battlegrounds. Do you love yeah, Battlegrounds? How do you yeah, I do. Them. Not really. I mean, it's it's okay for a new game mode, but like me and one of our guys from the clan were having a conversation last night, right? And we're like, "What if? What's it? Call him we out." We had. I don't, I don't remember. Um, probably <laughs> himself. This was the conversation with himself. No, no, no. It was an actual conversation I had with somebody last That's night. That's what your other self would tell you. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But we were discussing that. Um, you know, what if you know. It was a horde mode, but like a true horde mode, right? Like, um, okay, so you sit there playing battlegrounds, right? And an item drops on the ground, kind of like a box, right? You go to the box, there's a thing in there that gives everybody on your team their supers immediately, hundred percent done, right? That, that, that is what happens. No, it's not. It there's nothing in the game that does that currently. Okay, yeah. but no, I'm not, there's a flag. Oh yeah, the God. only thing I can think of is while you're in combat. I'm talking about while the game is going, right? Yeah. Like a true horde mode. The enemies never stop. Right here, what we're oh, doing okay. now, the enemies stop when you kill the boss, right? In this other mm-hmm. horde mode, you have waves that they never stop, right? And the waves progressively get harder, whether it's more ads or whether it's a yellow bar or whether it's a boss, right? Like an end game boss just shows up, right? And you just keep going until you eventually die. But to help you progress through the game right boxes drop with random stuff in there hey this one gives you your full grenade energy this one gives your team full super energy this one gives your team full class ability who knows whatever fill in the blank right this one gives your team full heavy something you know what i mean there's something to keep going further and further and it's a leveling system right not hey how fast can you kill the end boss no it's how far can you go before your team gets wiped Mm -hmm. flat out Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I was I expecting love- it to be something like that. 
And that's that's probably why I'm jaded right now because it's not. It's basically just you fight a couple of guys until you kill the end boss. And I'm just like, this is like a strike, but the strike just keeps moving forward slightly. Oh, wait, that is a strike. You know? And it's not what I expected it to be. It's a different game mode to be sure. Yeah. But it could have been so much better. We like different. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, honestly, I was sort of hoping for the same thing, but I knew it was going to be, you know, like the other matchmade activities. You go here, you know, go to the set piece, complete the set piece, go to the next part, complete that set piece, go to the next part. I do yeah. wish it was, I do wish it was sort of like a like you start here and like you fight your way through. Like, you know, you, you maybe you start here and end in the same place, but there's, you know, just constant waves of enemies the entire time or a little checkpoint along the way or something where like you're making progress and maybe there is an end to it eventually. But you know, like, but but it is a you go from point A to point B. But like Respawn said, like there's, it's it's almost like the like the Left 4 Dead style of like you're under combat. There are things trying to kill you at all times. There are yeah. you know randomly drop things around for you to pick up. There is you know eventually like a safe point or a place you're trying to get to. But it is a struggle to get there. Exactly, and you can even make something time based. Hey, if you manage to kill all the enemies yep. in this area or so many enemies in this area, you get access to either this location or this location, right? Depending on how well you do, you get access to an even more difficult location and see if you can pass that one, right? I mean, just there are so many things they could have done that just wasn't this that could have made it better. And I, for once, I'm agreeing with Fuzzco. This is not a great game mode. It's just, to me, more of the same, Right. It is but it's only... something that you haven't played before in Destiny with this. Yes. Give me, so give that, me that's why it's that, good. That it's, it's a good stepping stone. It's a good yeah. jumping off point to go further. You know, they're what getting you... so, like these. Sorry, go ahead, Night Demon. I was going to say, what, what do you think, Riz? No, I was going to say, because these last few seasons have either been Fallen slash Elixony and Vex, but, like, frankly, I'm just glad to have, like, another class to fight, like, season-wise, besides... Those two, I'm I'm kind of glad that they just mixed it up a little bit, because I, I'm trying to Cabal? think. Yeah, yeah, like I think the last time we fought Cabal was like, wasn't it season of Worthy that uh, we did that? Steps into a war with them. Well, yeah, <laughs> that. Like until that season, there was season of Arrivals that lasted far too long than it should have, and then last season, like I'm just I'm just glad they chose another race to fight, even if they're kind of using the same storyline. Yeah, but during during the call fight, you still fight Fallen. You still fight freaking um, Vex during portions of the battlegrounds, right? It's not. No, I, I just know that, but like, I'm just glad like the main race slash faction that you're fighting is Cabal slash whatever Kyle's calling the Cabal now. I just think you're thinking too small. What about the darkness? Why don't we have darkness enemies? Right? I want one of the members of the Nine to come to Earth, and I can whoop his behind in a, in, a, in a raid you know what i mean like hey yeah, yeah. giant talking head you sure like to talk a lot why don't you come down here and back it up brah right <laughs> something you know give me a different enemy type altogether. Give, give me a different game mode i thought this was going to be the horde mode like what he was talking about like a call of duty or a left for dead or something like that where you don't get a break <laughs> but it's not that you know responsibly really surprised the day he goes over to talk to zur and zur is like I heard you talking smack about me. You know what I got for you? One v one me, and then Zer takes you into a into a you know, PVP match, and you have to fight Zer. 
I would. I want to see that now. Turns out, sir, I can use all three subclasses of all three classes. Oh my gosh! You, you know, I have all the exotics. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> gonna have like Prometheus lens with the ward with coil and the Titan uh, crash down chest piece and the freaking warlock geomag stabilizers. What the hell's going on, dude? <laughs> you know what would have been good if they'd done a secret battleground that comes up at the end so yeah we've got like the the four that do come up but then there's a secret one that comes up and it just comes up on like uh the cosmodrome as a question mark you click on it you go to it and there are siva in there there's cabal in there and it's kind of in that area that you used to fight to get into the raid before because that's part of the cosmodrome i think that would be amazing that that you kind of hint at that the siva are kind of coming back because we, you know we've had Saladin in on the the helm table discussing all these different things that are happening with the Cabal. I think it would be a perfect tie-in for what could possibly come later on with Siva and with Rasputin. And I think it would have been really cool if they do do that. That there's a there's a secret fifth one, and the scale has kind of escalated up. So there's more enemies. There there's more darkness zone parts to it so that it is a kind of it's more of a pinnacle thing to kind of complete with your fire team I, I, although you know you could probably see what's his face um esoteric probably solo that <laughs> mm -hmm. <coughs> it's funny because it's true and i'm dying <coughs> so close your ears parody uh oh what exactly <laughs> what <laughs> Did you guys know there's a new hand cannon on the block? Oh, a reprised hand yeah. cannon. I'm, I'm, talk yes. I'm talking. I'm talking about yeah. the palindrome. Yes. Don't. I got don't. one. I got. I got two. I think. No, I got one. I got one. So how do we get these hunter master race? You got to go into a nightfall strike, and you have to do the nightfall strike, and you have to get to the end of the nightfall strike, and then you get a chest, and that chest may or may not get... No, I lied. Before you get the chest, when you kill the boss, you may or may not get a palindrome mm -hmm. during the, the loot drop. So the so, higher the, the difficulty, the better your chances of getting one of these uh, raid-specific legendaries. So the boss has it in his pocket? He does have it in his pocket. He's got all of them in his pocket, and depending on the week, you may get one or the other. Or the other. Or the other. Yeah. Or the other. <laughs> and yeah. did you know that there is a mod that you can put on your ghost shell that will improve your chances of getting such a, an amazing yes! drop? I do, in fact, know that. And that mod is on my ghost shell, and it is called the Prosperity Vanguard Activity Ghost Mod, which Vanguard Playlist Strikes and Nightfall Completions have a chance to drop an additional piece of legendary gear. There you go. And Excellent. how many how many how many ghost points does it cost to install it? Cost, it in? I believe three. Double check in three. Yep. So you can have plus six. Uh I'm sorry, you can have the plus six experience, which gives you 12% additional XP for times like right now when you're grinding those levels. You can have the Prosperity Vanguard, which is only three, and then you still have a slot left over for something like a Glimmer Booster if you're running short because you know, you don't always have max Glimmer. And then we have my favorite game mode returning next week. 
Is it really your favorite though? I do. I love it. Wait, wait, do, you, wait. do you like it because it's fun to play, as in the activity itself is fun, or just because you play with clanmates? I'm curious. You're asking the man with 2,500 Iron Burden kills and the emblem to prove it. Because he's a masochist doesn't mean he thinks it's fun. All right. <laughs> Two totally I think different. If you have the patience to play enough times that you get that many kills, I think you enjoy it to some extent. Yeah. But is it because the game mode itself is fun or because that's normally when people get on to play it though? That that was my question. Is do you find the game mode itself because it's just I mean it's just it's PVP capture, dude. That's all it is. Or control, sorry. PVP hmm. control. That's all it is with light level enabled. So what makes that even better? So is it the light level being enabled or is it the fact that people get on to play with clan members or whatever? What is your opinion on this? Possibly. It's possibly all those things that just and the unique. I suppose it's probably the unique rewards as well. I you know I like looking for something new that's coming, or even reprised at the moment that's coming back that we can get, and I can like hoard my tokens to maybe get the new armor with the possibility of higher stat rolls to then even you know different rolls of the weapons. Um, I mean, the Claws of the Wolf, the Pulse Rifle, I really enjoyed, and I had a good couple of rolls of those because it was very much like the Grasp of Malak, which was one of my favorite Pulse Rifles from Destiny 1. And it's just a shame that it hasn't come back because we had a chance with the reprised Omnibull Strike, but it didn't come back. But next hey, week... Um, I didn't mean to interrupt, but there's did. a new Pulse... No, I really didn't because you, you mentioned the Pulse Rifle and there was a question I wanted to ask you and I forgot until... This, just this very second. You were going to ask me about the Hopscotch Pilgrim version of the Pulse Rifle that is now in the Strike playlist, aren't you? No, but now I'm interested. Continue. <laughs> so the Hopscotch Pilgrim was a good, really good Pulse Rifle from Destiny 1. Um, and they have put a very similar build one in the Strike playlist. So this is the ones that they said last, I think it was in not last twelve, but a couple of twelves back, that they were going to put two weapons in each of the playlists for you to kind of get. So it's the bottom dollar, isn't it? And something else from Gambit. Bottom dollar and cannon. And I'm, yeah, the hand cannon, that's from Gambit. And then there's, I know there's a, a crucible sniper that people aren't really talking about. But this the pulse rifle. Uh, yes, that's frozen orbit. But I don't know what the other one is for crucible. Maybe it's the stars one that's still already there. So my question is this. Where did this come from? Because I got something called the third axiom pulse rifle. Oh, I have that too. Yeah. Yes. And that, I've never seen before. Yeah, right? It's a strike one. So it's and a 390 it, RPM. And yeah. it is in the similar frame and style of the Hopscotch Pilgrim. Hmm? So Is that the one you were talking about? This yes, gun it is. That I it's called the third oh, axiom. I got one! And mine has subsistence and rampage. Ah, that's a good one. Have you got right? ricochet rounds and some stability on there? No, I've got high cow rounds, and I do have a range masterwork with a corkscrew rifling barrel. You sound like you've got all the range but no stability. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I got invented the counterbalance stock, right? <laughs> that's not how that works. You know that, don't you? It'll bring me up to freaking eighty-nine thing. It'll it'll at least be vertical. If it's got if it's got a no, bunch you don't of want eighty-nine. You don't want eighty-nine. You want it to be around seventy-four. It is exactly seventy-four. 
Well, then leave it on 74 because that's pretty much in the middle. Okay. Well, anyway, so that, and that's what I was going to ask you about is like WTF is this gun and where did it come from? But you've answered my question. It, it comes from strikes. And it is worth getting with some of the perks that are available. Ooh, what are the perks? Let's check light.gg, shall we? For the third axiom or for the other gun that I totally forgot? Third axiom. Okay. Yeah, yeah the, the sniper rifle, I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen any videos or anybody raving about it as yet. But I could have just missed the videos. It's a sniper rifle. We're over sniper rifles. We're all about hand cannon. And for some reason, like, I, I know you guys said pulse rifle, and I heard pulse rifle, but I had one yeah. of these drop, and for some reason, my brain looked at it. Maybe it was the color scheme. Maybe it was the color My brain said fusion rifle. I don't know why, but I was I'm... like, I, again, I, I'm probably just going crazy. It dropped in, like, I just looked at it in, you know, the little list of nine things and going, that's a fusion rifle. No, it's definitely a pulse rifle. I get I'm, mad scout rifle vibes from this thing, especially the bipod in the front, dude. It reminds me a lot of the freaking exotic scout rifle everybody used to use back in the day. The um, mm -hmm. Mida, Mida multi tool. Thank you, sir, for not letting me hang there all awkwardly, guys. No, well, well, no, I didn't. I was kind of scared to talk because if it wasn't wrong, that'd probably be more embarrassing for me. But yeah. So anyway, the third axiom has possible roles, right? You got the barrel, all the normal barrels, all the normal magazines, right? But here's where things get a little interesting. On a pulse rifle, you can get slideways, right? Yeah. You can get surplus. You can get killing wind, feeding frenzy, moving target, Genesis. Very nice. Zen moment, range finder. What does Genesis do? Genesis breaking a combatant shield with this weapon because it is an energy weapon, it is an arc weapon. Um, fits its mag, I'm sorry, fills its magazine from reserves. Energy weapons regenerate ammo on hit when matching the damage type of the combatant's shield. So, as you're hitting a shield that matches the element type, you keep getting ammo back in your magazine, and when you break it, it refills your magazine completely. Um, uh, then you got hip fire grip, you got slide shot which again is interesting on a pulse rifle and this sliding partially reloads this weapons magazine and temporarily boosts range and stability. And then of course you got quick draw. That's all in one slot guys. That's a lot of perks in yeah. one slot, right? Oh, moving on. Anyway. So Talk, you're why slot, one slide shot on something that's not a shotgun, right? And slide ways too, right? Slide ways and slide shot. That's why I'm very confused why these are on a pulse rifle, right? Kind of forgot there were two of them. Yeah. So you have the one for all, hitting three separate targets. This is the last perk slot, by the way, and there's just as many. We got one for all, hitting three separate targets increases damage for a moderate duration. Unrelenting, rapidly defeating targets, uh, triggers health regen. Guardians and powerful combatants count as more than one kill. Uh, Thresh, always a crowd. Right? On an arc weapon. I, I don't know if we have Thresh on an arc weapon yet. Somebody correct me if we do. Uh, multi kill clip. Uh, what do we got here? Sympathetic arsenal, meh. Dragonfly, yes, please. Uh, disruption break, opening shot, head seeker, vorpal weapon, and then you got rampage and elemental capacitor. And elemental capacitor, for those that don't know, depending on your subclass type, it gives different bonuses. If you're solar, it increases your reload speed. If you're arc, it increases your handling, and if it's void, it increases your stability. There's my stability because I'm almost always on a void subclass. If it's not void, then it's, you know, um, 
Uh, the ice one, freezy, freezy bits. Cases. So, uh, yeah. So it, whenever I'm using my void, like most of the time I do, I get a plus twenty to stability there. There you go, Demon. These are not bad perks for a pulse rifle. No, and there, there's a lot of them. Like I'm surprised how many you can get on this gun. So yeah. yeah, eleven. There's eleven for your first and secondary. That is a little nutty. That is a... That's a lot of chances you have to get a really bad roll. That's also true. Rolls <laughs> you can get on here. Like if it was me, like you know, you can have one wish, get one roll on this gun. I'd definitely go with small bore. I'd pair that with ricochet rounds, or actually, I just like ricochet rounds a lot. That's my go-to. And then I'd have uh, probably Zen Moment paired with either Thresh or Rampage. That would be my personal god roll. Overflow. Always overflow. It's not there. I'm sorry, buddy. I don't care. I'm adding it. <laughs> it's there now. Uh... <laughs> so, I mean, since we're sort of talking about roles, I meant to ask sort of talking about, you know, now that we have the Hawk Moon and the new Scout that I don't have and forgotten the name of. Dead Man's Tale. About the exotic. You know, exotic weapons now having random rules. Like it? Don't like it? Care? Don't care? Worth farming for? And do you hope, I mean, I guess, you know, do you think they're going to bring, like, sort of retroactively add them to old guns? Or is this just a, hey, going forward, the new exotics will have these because, yeah. No, I think uh, they've come out and said that they're not going to include this on all the new exotics. This is kind of a, it's just kind of a niche thing at the moment. So I think that's is- good. I missed the part of this conversation. The random random rolls on exotics. Now that we oh, have yeah. now that we have two in the game, just what are your guys' thoughts on them? I don't like them. I said that whenever the the Hawkmoon came out with random. It's an exotic. It should stay an exotic. Whenever you, somebody thinks of an exotic, you know exactly what that gun's gonna have. Leave it alone. You know, give it the best roll that it can get and leave it be. Riz, um, here's the thing. I don't really know. I. Because I'm kind of in between. I I get what Respawn's saying. It's an exotic. Is kind of you know what you're gonna get with it, but at the same time, I kind of I've always kind of wanted to see like what it would like to have an exotic with its main general perk along with something that could that could really bump it up too. Hmm. Yeah, I I, exotics is most of the time when they build the exotic, they give it perks that balance well with itself. Yeah, yeah. Like I I get what you're I get what you're saying, Respawn, but I. So like I'm in between. I think it's cool that they're adding things, like they're adding other weapon perks. But at the yeah. same time, exotics are exotics because you know what you're getting. So I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in the middle for right now. I mean, okay, perfect example. Yesterday when I got my first and only random roll of this gun, my random roll had less stability, less range, <laughs> but more freaking um handling. Than the default one that has no per well, not no perks, but the default one that's not random rolled, right? So my random rolled was worse in the important categories than the one that I have that doesn't have random rolls, you know. And Sorry, that's what, what weapon is this? The the exotic scout. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, it had worse range and stability, but better handling. I'm like, what's the point, dude? It's a scout. <laughs> you can give me worse in the two things that matter, right? So I could probably understand a sniper for for that stuff, but I not a scout. Just no. Yeah, that's stability. Yeah, that's sort of my feeling too. It's like a, on an exotic. Let me know what I'm going to get. I 
the idea of farming, you know, again, it's it's even if I had the time to play it like I used to, I'm not going to just farm for a gun over and over and over again like that. And if yeah, because most of the rules are going to be garbage. They're but that's you. Bad things, right? Right. You, you know, that's absolutely me. And I'm not saying I, yeah, you know, I speak for me and me alone, and also yeah. pandemics because we're the same person. But beyond that, yeah, I don't speak for anybody else. I just, you know, I say I'll have a gun. I'll you know, put it in the inventory. I'm not like it doesn't excite me now. You know, give me something. You know, that it could do some business sweetly. Then maybe that might be interesting to me. Oh my god, that is the only gun you ever care about. Other guns exist. Uh, I promise yeah. you. And then I don't use that gun as nearly as often as I talk about it, but it's so much fun. It it's is. so dumb I and fun. That. But there's other I think things it's, there, friend. I think it's a good thing that these these are in the game because it gives it gives the players playability of replaying those missions if they want to get a different role of that weapon. Because Bungie have put a lot of time and effort into making those two select missions that we've got at the moment. Maybe there's going to be a third and fourth coming up. Don't know, but that would be really interesting if they kind of do like, oh, here's one for the people that like hand cannons, here's one for the people that like scouts, here's the one for the people that like pulses, etc. So you've got kind of one in maybe about in all the kind of different variations of weapons, but these are the ones that you can kind of farm and replay the mission. So they haven't wasted the time and effort into building these missions, a bit like we had with the Zero Hour and the Whisper mission. You went back through it because there were other things that you could do in those missions. You could get the catalyst for those missions. You could get secret ships. You could get secret emblems. There are other things that people wanted to explore. So there was there's a reason why people need to go back into it and if you think back with destiny one with the exotics that we got in destiny one you could select what perks you wanted on those weapons i mean for example with your hawk moon you had different barrel perks on the exotic hand cannon you had accurized ballistics you had field choke and you had aggressive ballistics you had your luck in your chamber but then you could either have hammer forge rifling quick draw or speed reload and then you've got your holding aces perk so that was a kind of one and done thing. You got it, but then you could mix and match with how that weapon performed and how you could play to your own, how you, you, how you could tailor it to how you had your own play style. So I see this as very similar, but it's just getting people to replay the missions to get those, what they actually desire. And if you get it on the first drop, you know, good play to you, but there are other reasons to go back into those missions. Like we've got coming up with this latest one, that there are other secrets that can be explored. The same with the Hawkmoon mission. You know, there were triumphs to do it solo and flawless. There were triumphs to do it this and that. So there are reasons to go back into it. And I see that's a good reason why you've got the random perks on there. And as Bungie said, it's not going to be for every exotic weapon. So Replayable content's never a bad thing. It gives, and giving people something to chase is never a bad thing. So, yeah. No. So speaking of reprise content, should we talk about the um, reprise guns that we've got coming back for the Iron Banner this week? Absolutely not. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> so we've got the multi-match CCX, which is the submachine gun, returning from the first year of Destiny 2 with the random rolls for the first time. And we have the Time Worn Spire. And if you are searching for this on D2Gunsmith or Light.gg, it is called the time warm spire <laughs> and this has some really good perks on there it also has the new perk 
that's going to be available on these weapons. And I think it's only going to be available on just these two weapons, which I don't kind of get because you need some kind of stability on these weapons. Not so they've got yeah, Iron Reach. <laughs> you gain plus 18 to your range, but you lose 36 in stability. What? So, yeah. What? What is that? That's a scout? So 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 now that uh, we've given you a scout rifle and now that we've used oh, RPGs, or I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, even worse, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And now that we've given you SMGs on a console you can actually use, we're gonna give you a perk that makes it absolutely unusable. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Continue. Go ahead. I want to hear what else they have. What are, what is this called? I want to look it up too while you go through it. What's this called? The Time Worn Spire. The Time Worn Spire. I so it's a that. it's a 540 RPM. So it's one of the really fast firing ones, a bit like the Claws of the Wolf, the um Grass Malak. Very really good fast firing. So you need a bit of stability on these things because otherwise it's gonna shoot off all over the place. So I've kind of done a quick build on the D2 Gunsmith website. And probably one of the best ones that I was looking at is for the scope, the red dot red dot micro will give you plus nine to range. You then also it can have ricochet rounds, it has high caliber, it has armor piercing, uh flared magwell, but I'm probably gonna go with ricochet for the range and stability. And then I was thinking in the next perk column, you've got uh, feeding frenzy, which is pretty cool. You've got quick draw, moving target, under pressure, slideways, and subsistence. So either subsistence or feeding frenzy. Feeding frenzy would be good if you get that new perk. Or no, not the new perk. One of the older new perks on there. So if you've got feeding frenzy with iron grip, because iron grip massively improves weapon stability at the cost of reload speed. So you can negate that if you had the feeding frenzy. So it bumps your range up if you had um, if you had the red dot micro, you could bump your range up to 46 and your stability up to 81 with a handling of 40, but your reload speed is 10. But if you get precision shots, or even if you get kills, actually, it's not precision, is it, with Feeding Frenzy? See, each rapid um, kill progressively increases the reload time. So yeah, you could kind of really get a good, good time one spire for that. It also has Rampage, uh, Vorpal Weapon, one for all, which isn't really kind of a PvP perk, but PvE. The Iron Grip, Iron Gaze, which is the aim assistance 20, but minus 23 in range, and the new perk, Iron Reach. So, don't recommend that on the new weapons, to be fair. You don't really want that on a, on a submachine gun uh, at all, really, I don't think. Yeah, what, what do you guys like the the Iron Banner? Like, I was excited to hear they were bringing us like Iron Banner exclusive perks, but I'm not sure the ones they brought us and the guns they roll on were worth it. Well, I mean, I looked on T2 Gunsmith because I was thinking, well, if that new perk comes out, is there something that would, you know, in the other perk slots that would really bump up that stability so that you don't notice it as much? Um, maybe you could. Maybe there you could control the stability even if you had that perk on the range goes up to 64 with the ricochet rounds and the micro dot sight you could kind of maybe control it at 27 stability but i'm guessing not as much but that yeah that's the, that's the main reason i looked at it i thought you know what's this new perk do and could you negate some of that with some of the other perks and i don't think you can as much 
it just it just seems like a weird like I don't know. The perks seem like a good idea, but it just doesn't seem like they were thought out. Or mm. I don't know. It's like we have these perks, we should put them on things, but they didn't think that hard about what which perks go where. I don't know. Mm. I'm sure that's I good mean, for something somewhere in their mind, but I I don't know if anyone's been able to see it yet. Yeah. I mean, maybe, because I think what they normally do is that these perks drop on these weapons for the first Iron Banner of the season. And then as the, the next couple of Iron Banners come into the rotation, they then drop on the other weapons. So maybe it might be useful on some of the other weapons that are still in the rotation. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know either. So Iron Banner and Bonus Valor begins at 9am PST on February 23rd running through to 9 a.m. on the March the 2nd. I do appreciate how they're finally like going, hey, we're going to give you a PvP activity. Let's give you Valor with it, as opposed to being like, triple infamy this week, guys, and Iron Banner. <laughs> but triple... Tri- 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 Never mind. I was going to say, but triple infamy! But I just had a stroke, so... I mean, that's that's all I'm playing this week is Iron Banner, because there's Iron Banner and more Iron Banner. And all those Crucible bounties and challenges are like, go kill people in Crucible. That's what we're here for. No, I'll tell you what we are here for. Parodies player support report. We are. The, the PSR, as Bungie apparently is calling it now, in its yeah, haunt- We call it the PPSR. Mm-hmm. Whoa. You should. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is, it is now. now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is now. Shut up. Yeah, all right, cool. If you didn't get the script, I can't help you. Also, there's no script. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm glad you guys spent your spent your time in the in the presage mission this week, getting your getting your pinnacle weapon. Unfortunately, we're investigating an issue with the causing the pinnacle reward to drop as a powerful reward instead. This issue will be resolved in a future update. So used to hearing that. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, carry on. I'm sorry, because I'm used to, when I ever hear the podcast, I'm so used to hearing that little, like, music that my demon puts in the background, so for me, it's kind of <laughs> weird not to hear it. Sorry, keep going. Wait, wait, wait. You, you don't hear it? You guys hear, I it? hear it? It's not there? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I, 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 I don't know, I'm like half dead, so hold on, give me a second. <laughs> you two are so cool. <laughs> hey, it, when, when Respawn advice people on the show randomly... They become the targets for you know uh, fun and games. He's not wrong. Take Joker last for last week. Yeah, see that that's that's how we show our love around here. We're also going to migrate our help center. So earlier today, well, not today, but uh, two days ago, as we record, all content guides, error code articles, troubleshooting pages, and all of the help center content previously hosted on Bungie.net was migrated to a new service. You can still continue to find it at help.bungie.net. But it's living on a different server somewhere where there's green pastures and open skies and lovely view of the traveler. So it, it's much happier now. Um, yeah, it, it'll look different. There might be some broken links. Uh, you know, they'll fix it. Go to the help forum, assuming you can navigate there to tell them about the issues with the new help forum. How's that for a snake eating itself? Yeah. Uh, this was hard. Computers are tough. Bungie would like to thank the teams that helped make this happen. Yay. Uh, we have mislabeled exotic ornaments. Uh, last week, following the exotic ornaments, sorry, last week, the following exotic ornaments were removed from the Eververse store due to an issue causing them to display incorrect exotic, yeah, incorrect exotic armor pieces that they applied to. Also, Parody cannot read, but that's not a new issue. That's a bit of an issue. Definitely. 
<laughs> Existing bug, we will not be fixing it in a future patch. There's no hope for him. Be so aware uh, of the situation. Take a drink. <laughs> so just to review though, the Titan 14th Aminimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
Let's try that again. Stroke. Let me get the online privileges pop up if they attempt to load into the battleground. Hailstone with a fire team member who has not yet completed the Beyond Light introductory mission. There we go. Words. Good job. Players are only able to reset their Valor and Infamy ring a limited number of times. Okay. So, uh, how many? A limited number. Less than a trillion. Uh, the good company Gilded Triumph may not progress if players are killed. And thus not in good company. The door in the hollow layer strike sometimes doesn't open. Resulting players having to abort the strike. Okay, I ran into this one too. So if you're running the hollow layer strike, sometimes you just can't. And Which so door is it? Uh, the door. The okay. door. Thank you, Parody. <laughs> uh, I, I, I honestly don't remember. Which door it was? I won. I want to say door number it, one or door number two. I think it was like the, when you're in the tunnel going into basically like the strike itself. But I don't remember off the top of my head because I was nice. not paying full attention. Because nice. I also ran into the issue with the fanatic just um, never wanting to be, never wanting to end the time gate. I was in there with our third player had left, and there were just the two of us in with a fanatic, and he just was immune. And never went into the, his, you know, whole, I'm going to pull you toward me to then let you do damage again. He was just immune, throwing lightning at us, filling the entire world with lightning, and didn't feel like, you know, progressing at all. So, not on the list, just a bug I ran into this week. And those are our known issues. If you have new ones, or, you know, thank you for the new one, go to the known issues article on the help form. We'll put the links to the show notes so you can't read them. So with that whole scout rifle thing, they didn't happen to give us a list of which ones it's being buggy with, did they? It's just yeah. for our discretion to find out. No, cer- certain ones. That's not a yeah, list. It, it, only, it only says certain scout rifles <laughs> on the thing. It doesn't say specifically which ones. No, they, they certainly did not. Okay, that's awesome. Now, now were I were I a better reporter, I could actually go to this you know known issues page and see if there's a list, but I'm guessing it's just. Yeah, some of them. Some, yeah. <laughs> we, we have not tested every scout rifle in the game because there are many of them. And yeah, some of them are not working right. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good to know. Yeah. So that's that's our report. Now we have movies and movies and artwork and it's all beautiful. And there's a beautiful Titan holding moats, which is clearly just incorrect because Titans cannot hold moats in Gambit. That is not a thing that happens. Well, you it's can't hold it's an absolute your hands are sealed in the shape of a fist, I heard from a friend. Yeah, yeah it's very hard to pick up moats that way. Yeah. You can only pick up like two at a time. So now, uh, do, do, we, do we have any, do we have a, a, a report, uh, some sort of roundup from a man with a uh, name that starts with R? Um, I'm assuming me. Business. Mm-hmm. Original? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am very ill-prepared for this. Yeah, well, you're perfect. You're just as prepared as Reachbone is. Respawn reports. So, DMG, in case you hadn't noticed, Mark all has as seen. So, what he's trying to say is whenever you go to your collections tab, how you have a bunch of crap in your elections tab, or collections, not elections, um, there is now an option to hold F and mark all as being seen. So if you have, like, for example, if you reset your um, your artifact and you know how you go and get everything again and all those things show up as new in your inventory, well, now you just hold down the F and it marks them all as being seen so it stops flashing and annoying you if that's something that Where's bothers F you. Where's F on my controller? 
Yeah, I. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that's the screenshot. That's not PC. That's the screenshot you sent me. Okay. It's you have to take the F. You, yeah, you have to take the F and sort of move it around to make it look more like an X if you're on the Xbox. Oh, it's some sort of shape parallelogram. Yeah, you square, isn't it on PlayStation? I don't know. They they have shapes. So I think it's yeah. triangle at the top, X on the right, square on the left, and circle at the bottom. If it's, if it's the same button layout as for Xbox and you PlayStation, I'm pretty sure it's the one okay. button that's on the left. Hold on. I appreciate the conversation and I love all of you. No, I've got I've got one in front of me. That, oh, triangle top, X bottom, circle on right, and Double square bear. on the left. All right, so yeah. So, so press <laughs> circle, <laughs> dang it, <laughs> press square <laughs> or F, or really just mouse over the thing on the collections and it will say view them or mark all the scene. And yeah. this pleases me because I can't tell you, like, I, I enjoy making notifications go away. And the fact Dude, that it's so do I. always there, I'm happy that I can do that. And no, I had not noticed. So thank you, DMG. Thank you, Respawn, DMG, for telling me. Got it. So Livy, a.k.a. the Kilted Titan, I guess Mida isn't going to get sunset anytime soon then. Uh, the picture he's describing shows the Mida multi-tool. You know how when you look at a weapon, it tells you the maximum light it can be? Well, this one's maximum yeah. light looks to be, it's a little blurry, but it looks to be about 400,000, give or take, a bit. Nine. It's nine, 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 nine. Is it all nine? Actually. Right. Okay. Is it so, actually? Yeah, it's all nine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Cosmo reply. <laughs> looks like a bug. Thanks for the report. <laughs> so for all those that were worried about your Mida mini tool going away, you're in luck. <laughs> you have... <laughs> 999,999 light before it gets expired. Um, we're aware of a bug. This is from Bungie Hill. We're aware of a bug that may cause players to receive more bright Ingrams than intended after reaching season pass rank 100. This will be resolved in an upcoming hotfix on February 18th, and today is the 20th. So that's in the no, know. That, that hotfix was cancelled. Was it? The one that we told you about last week. It's now going to go live when, Respawn? Uh, according to the next slide, if you read further, it says yep. as a result of this issue, Hotfix 3.1.0.1 will now go live on Tuesday, February 23rd. So about the day this podcast comes out. Um, Bungie Help also said due to an unforeseen issue, tomorrow's Bungie.net maintenance has been canceled until further notice. Cool. Does any do any of you guys on Xbox notice that when you load into I've noticed it primarily during the battlegrounds, but every now and again on a strike, your screen just seizes for a while. Like you can't do anything. It almost looks like your game has crashed and then it stays like that for like 10, 15 seconds and then it starts. Well, I've never screen? had that happen to me. Really? No, never yeah. seen that. It does completely mess with my brain that they changed these weapon switching animation because it used to sort of, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like before the season drop, like when you, you know, just switch weapons that you had active, it was sort of like, I think they like they would both animate and now like just one of them animates. So it's like the same innovation animation is putting something into your vault and it messes with me every single time this season. I don't know what you're talking about, Parody. Oh, well, it's just me having a stroke then. Carry on. Maybe your Xbox is just so slow it lagged and you had both weapons out at the same time. 
That's not intended. It does explain why I am able to dual wield. That would make sense. Yes. Wait, you guys can't hold a shotgun and a pulse at the same time? What the hell is wrong with y'all? <laughs> you mean these three exotics I have on is not supposed to be the way this works? No, I don't believe you. I've got a couple of apologies yeah, I'd like to make for statements I made last week. I, so I do apologize. So I made a mistake when I said that the engram that you get from completing three battlegrounds was a tier one. It is in fact a tier two engram. And then at tier and at, at six battlegrounds, it's still a tier two. And then at nine, it's a tier three. And then I also said that the exotics that you can get, you got last season from the lost sectors, so the helmets and the gauntlets that were available, were available in the exotics you could probably get from Zer and just random well drops. That isn't true either. Yeah. I do apologize. That, that they are only still available in, all still just in the lost sectors. So I guess there's a good reason to still do those lost sectors. And here's a chance at redemption. Say I'm a Titan who wants You're to live Telesto. Wants to live as Telesto and have it generate orbs. I know I can get them from the Lost Sectors. Do they have to be legendary? And do I ha have to run them solo? Or can I run them with a friend? That's actually a good question. <laughs> on those Lost Sectors, it doesn't say that you can't run it with a friend because you still get the infusion material. You just don't get a chance at the exotics. The exotics only come from doing the solo run. It doesn't say anything about the catalysts. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to figure out. Cause I mean, I'm still not, I'm still at like 1285 or so light level and mm. stepped foot into one of those at 1300. And they said, no, right now, sir, you are not welcome. So Saying that next week, I should be able to at least step foot in there. And if it's worth, you know, I don't want to bang my head against the wall for no chance at the Telesto Catalyst, but I would like to at least have a chance at it. And I wasn't, it was unclear to me how I should go about doing this. Saying that, I did a Lost Sector this week. Um, I, it was when the chess pieces were coming up. And it was the one on Europa where you go down inside and there's loads of Vex everywhere. There's a Vex Harpy that you have to, uh, Hydra, sorry, a Vex Hydra that you have to kill and loads of harpies around it. And then as you go further up the stairs around the corner, there's those wyverns and, and a big minotaur at the back. So in that one, I did it absolutely perfect on the Xbox Series X. There was no issue with that. But then I got pushed off that Xbox, so I, I decided you know, I'll go and play on my... my um, uh, Lowly Xbox One X. Xbox One <laughs> X, that's the one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I'm on the One S. <laughs> And I found that I struggled to even get past the first barrier champion with the same weapon loadouts on a different character, but they were higher power level than the, uh, the character that I'd already kind of run the mission through. But it was just trying to get the constant hits on the, the barrier champion to stop them from recharging. And I was using the Tikus with the mod and it was hitting them and stunning them. But then if for some reason... I was, you know, I was just constantly proccing. It was just me versus the barrier champion. There was no other enemies. And this guy was just nonstop relentless in chasing me down and killing me. And all I can think about is because of the the frame difference between the the one the the Xbox and the Series X are completely different. 
that's the only thing I can think of is the fact that I was using the same weapons, same loadout, even a higher power character, but I was struggling to get past the first barrier champion. And maybe that's an issue that other people are having on on the consoles is that, you know, if you haven't got the, the frames to kind of get the arrow stuck into that, that barrier champion to stop him, it's um so that's why I was so saying it was a bit interesting that you found it a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely something I knew going in, you know, I knew going in 20 points down, you know, was going to be hard. Like, I didn't think I was going to, like, walk through it. And I think Pan was a little bit lower than that, maybe another five points below me. But, like, it was just, it, like, it wasn't even, we said, maybe we, this is worth a try. Then immediately decided, no, this is not worth a try. And ran, you know, some higher level nightfalls instead. But, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really curious to sort of our... I appreciate the perspective of, you know, just the different Xboxes, like even when we play trials together, just how that experience, cause I've been curious, like how that experience is going like, to play out in the real world on things. Oh, well, I can give you another uh, trials experience because after we kind of did our thing and we recorded the podcast last week, I should have been editing this podcast on the Monday, <laughs> but I decided to take time out because I was that hungry to get the messenger. I thought, I'm going to give it another couple of tries. You missed the lighthouse. I wanted to see it. I, d- I didn't get to the lighthouse. We managed to get three wins on all three characters, and I got the engram. So I, and I managed to get enough tokens to buy another one to get another messenger. So I got seven. Well none, none of them had, had the um, perk that I wanted. Which but one the, you know, the Desperado one, yeah. Oh, so, since you brought that up, uh, Pale Rider, one of the pieces crew of our main raider guys right he and i jumped on trials and just grabbed a couple of random thirds and we got three wins we got five wins we got multiple cards one no flawless but uh point is is we were able to get many many scout rifles i think i got six different rolls you know coins and drops totaled and he told me very specifically a respawn be sure to tell those plebs on Xbox that we managed to get you your three wins so you can get your scout rifle when they struggled all day to get you there. End quote. So We said nothing about getting you wins. <laughs> no, we never said anything about that. Yeah, hey, yeah, just you, I'm just the messenger. Don't yell at me. Yeah, so just so, to be clear, we, we promised you nothing of the sort. We said we're going to go play this for an hour and a half. Right. Until we lose enough games to finish that bounty, that was all. Yeah. That was all you were promised, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and the thing about it is, is like when I went to PC, I did significantly better. So I'm gonna need y'all to either push Bungie to do crossplay, or y'all need to get PC so that I can perform at my maximum, gentlemen. Okay. On that topic of crossplay, have they released a time date for when that's gonna come out? This year. That's all we know. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I know they said this year. I just didn't know if they meant like. This sometime year, in the next week, yeah. sometime in the next like six months. I would guess like by December 31st. Like, I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, this Absolutely. is December 31st. Yeah, and, and, and I would have yeah. at least, yeah, no, I, like, I would assume it, they're gonna release it in some sort of limited way first or something because all hell will break loose if they don't. Oh, yeah, want to be a fly on that wall. Don't huh? forget transmog next season. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, is it next season so soon? Season. <gasps> anyway, I'd like to give a shout out to the two guardians that helped me get my three wins on all my characters. So I've got Kaz, you're cute, 
and the assassin too i'd just like to say thank you very much to um we had really good fun playing and doing quite well actually we didn't push it to go to our five wins because we weren't that bothered we just wanted to get the messenger but they were really good um i think nice. they were about i was about 30 years older than both of them <laughs> which um why they have the reflexes they had the reflexes and again i still i saw some of the juddering that i was experiencing with you guys trying to land a headshot and it was kind of the opposite player was juddering out of the way but it again i think um kaz was uh from from canada and the, the assassin was somewhere in america so we were kind of all spread out yep so that could have been something to do with it multi-continental trials the best way to do it yeah uh, uh, no. but they were quicker at shotgunning than me so. Yeah, it isn't everyone. I mean, not <laughs> yeah. me too. Sometimes I, I will know what I have to do, but the fingers are not as fast as the brain goes. Oh, I, you know, I, I saw you coming, uh, but I'm still dead. Yeah, I wish I knew how to clip things on um on uh, Twitch though, because so Riz, you, you've managed to get on the show, no, and no, you've no. hardly done any talking. So, is there any topics that you'd like to discuss while you are here? Say no. Um. Say no. Did you just want to bask in Ninety Men's in greatness? That's the real question. Hear his voice no. live. If I said yes, would any of you guys be offended? Yes. Only him. Respond word and respond on account. Just, just say he, you want to bask in his glory and he'll be, he'll be happy and won't hassle you. There you go. <laughs> Why not all three of you? Is that, yeah. or all four of you? I should consider Arf too. Arf isn't here, so you can't count that. Okay. Yeah, Actually, I was going to ask it. I'm assuming it sounds like he's not going to be showing up this week. You might sometimes he pops in and out. Okay. Comes Arf goes, but you cannot currently get Bask in his glory. Okay. I was going to say Arf this week is going to be featured on the Guardian Down podcast. Oh, um, don't know him. whether he's going to give them some lore or anything, or if he's just going along for a little chat. So when that drops this week, um, go and check him out. All right. He's going to ask them to join his crew. Maybe they'll accept <laughs> him as one of their own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean they, they do need a third. They're, they're the last hole. There's only the two of them still, so I mean, clearly they need to have a... Yeah, a British guy really helps the show, I'm just saying. Are they trying to steal our ARF? Hold on. We need to... I need to go talk to those guys. I'll be right back. Sorry, Bruce. So, yes, is, it, is there anything that you wanted to discuss? Um, not really, no. I can't think of anything. I, I'm just here along for the ride. So, are you happy with the game? Happy where it's going? Happy for different things? No, I I think Destiny's doing great right now. Like, despite what people are thinking of it right now, I think Destiny's doing really good. How often do you play Destiny? Is it like a daily game, or is it um, kind of once or twice a week? Well, I play. Yeah, I mostly play like Fridays and Saturdays because I have school that kicks my butt a lot, and I try to focus on that before I focus on the secondary parts of my life. No, that is a good thing. You've got to focus. So, on yeah. School. So yeah. So like. Like, I'll play on, like, Fridays and Saturdays for maybe, like, I don't know, maybe four or five hours altogether on those days. Yeah. Like, so I, like, I know what's happening in the game. I know the big things that are happening, but I'm not a daily player. player. Sorry. Hmm. So, so do you find that even at the weekend, you get enough time to actually do everything you want to do or everything that Bungie have kind of set in front of you to um, do for that week? Or do you find it a struggle? I'm kind of in between because things like the presage, however, the new the new scout rifle mission, like 
if I know where I'm going, I know what I know where I have to go, like route and everything. I think I can do pretty well, but like, well, I also feel like it's, sorry, I'm I can talk forever. So if I go too far, no, no, it's you, fine. Can, you can no, yeah, you can tell me to shut up. But I'm like for up. me, yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> Joking, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're good. But like for me, it kind of depends out what depends on what they put out. Like if they put out like a new quest like this. I, I should be I would normally be able to get it within the couple hours that I play each week. Yeah. Like when like when they post like the new seasonal challenges, I probably get maybe two, maybe three done a week, including all the stuff I normally do. So like I always have something to do. Sometimes I have more, sometimes I have less, but I do I usually get enough time to play. Yeah. Sorry, Respawn, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I was completely zoned out. No, you were gonna ask a question just now. He has no recollection of this ever happening. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm here and now kind of got to remember. If you, if I don't say it, it goes away. <laughs> so what's your kind of favorite loadout for your character? Um, well, I kind of vary. I go from, like, I'm in a scout rifle phase right now, so I'm really enjoying Royal Chase, even though it's not that high of a level on my character right now. Yeah. But, like, I've been really rocking the Lament, and shout out to AZ because he actually helped me finish that quest last week. Uh-huh. But like, I finished that, and I can t- now now that I have, I can totally see why people are like falling in love with this weapon. Like, I use it in, I use it in the battlegrounds when I have to fight against the mini bosses and the champions and stuff like that. Lament still really? Yeah, well, mostly just because I've never used it before, so I might as well use it for the time I've lost in the past uh, season. You're the honeymoon phase, gotcha. Yeah, I'm in that. Spoiler, good sword is still good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is still pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm currently running on I had I found a mod that gave me seventh seraph would create warmind cells. So I'm currently running on seventh seraph carbine, the seventh seraph VY seven and the lament for my loadouts. Do you have the Aikilo shotgun version one point zero point two? I don't think I do. Is that a kinetic or an energy? It's actually a solar-based shotgun, and okay. I find it works really well with the Warman builds. So that would be the your question. Was it, was it the one that was Sunset? Because I'm looking at my collection. No, that's version one. one. Version one. Oh, okay. Get it from the sunset. dungeon, uh, the the uh, the nine dungeon. Yeah. Proxy? That's the one. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't do dungeons that often, mostly just because I can't find anyone who had the patience to do, do it with me. You you're on yeah, Xbox. To... Yeah, I, I'm on I'm on the older Xbox, so I can I can see why people don't want to. But I, I will have to check that out. Thank you. I can I can help you out. Uh, as long as there's nothing happening on PC, I do not mind jumping on Xbox. No, yeah, as no. long as it's yeah, no. same state I'm in. So <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah, Rich will lower himself to play on Xbox every now and again. <laughs> I wouldn't say lower. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> More like step down. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. There's, there's definitely a, a lot of weapons that have, have kind of really started to shine even in this season with the changes that they've made, like the Huckleberry, like oh, the Terrible. Right. The, the submachine guns have, are now kind of where they've changed the stability on those things and the recoil. Like some submachine guns are making a pretty big comeback this season. Mm. I mean, we, when we were struggling in trials last week, I put on the Terrible. And I just went to town on my Titan. I just—it was really good. 
Yeah, I, I was killed by a terabyte in Crucible, and I have never, never seen that weapon since it's been out in the Crucible at all. It's like it's one of those things you heard about, but you never see anybody running it. Yeah, I've heard of you. <laughs> I remember you? You have a name and everything, right? Are there any like YouTubers that you follow, or any like um, any kind of content creators that you think that should be worth a view if that we don't already kind of highlight? Um. The thing is, I don't really get much on YouTube much, mostly because I try and focus on playing the game. Like, I like to figure it out for myself. Like, yeah. Like, if there's a if there's a weapon that's good, I'll hear it from you guys or from the Frozen Clan Discord chat, and then I'll if I have it, I'll take it and see if it's. Did you just worth give us an out. accidental shout out? Good job, dude. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, like I, I like to try and figure stuff out for myself. Now, if I am absolutely struggling to get something or get something done, I will absolutely hop on the internet and YouTube it or something. But yeah, as far as I know, there aren't very many YouTubers that I know of who... I'm sure plenty of them deserve shout-outs. I just can't think of any. <laughs> no, I was just wondering if there was anybody that you actually liked. Like Respawn likes watching Cacus HD. but. I watch him, but I don't like him. If I had to say like, I've told you guys many times, I prefer Fallout or Astacross. Well, I was going to say, okay how much of Cactus do you watch? Because if you watch quite a bit... I do not. All right. Well, speaking of YouTube, I think it's about that time. It, it is. is. about. Would, would you like to lead time. us into the Tips, Tricks, Guides, and Builds parody with some of the videos you selected this week? Sure. We, we've got Tips, Tricks, Builds, Guides, all sorts of things. What do we have this week? What, what did I put into this list and go, these will be good. I'll re hopefully remember what they are. Look at the one that Respawn's first chosen. You can't make me. You're not my real dad. What if he is? <laughs> Plot twist! Uh, I'm not sure the math works out on that, but sure, we'll go with it. <laughs> uh, the first video I found was from Pyro Gaming. Which was to answer uh, answer response question from last week. Which super does the most damage, and is Titan Missile the king now? I told you, still hunters. And uh, but... yeah, still hunters. Not not by a ton. He, he he did test a number of different supers, and sort of averaged them out. So he did did. Uh, I think they ran uh, something in something in Last Wish. I can't remember what the boss is because I've never run Last Wish. Uh, it, it, honestly, I, I pulled up the video and it looked like the boss from Spire of Stars, and I was real confused for a second because I was like, "Wait a minute, this test it was done a week ago. Are you in the vault?" No, but anyway, um, you know, he sort of did three tests of you know, using using the super three times, you know, and sort of get an average of that super damage, and use the like sort of post, you know, like when you wipe that post game report of how much damage did you do? Because obviously, there's no way to tell how much damage you did individually in the fight with everyone else pouring damage into. And the Golden Gun had about uh, just shy of 220,000 damage. Thunder Crash with the new Curious of the Falling Star, 194,000. And Chaos Reach with Geomags, 184,000 damage. So you know, Hunters are still kings, but at least there is a you know decent option all, all three classes if, if you want to you know fling yourself headfirst at a raid boss to do some damage. Um, yeah, Pyro Gaming has a breakdown with the numbers and sort of how he did the you know how he did the recording of the process. And uh, if you're enjoying rocket launchers, I'm enjoying rocket launchers. You should I'm also enjoy rocket launchers. 
Rostopoulos has his best legendary rocket launcher perks, part two, Know the Data, where he goes over almost to a you know PhD degree of here's all the things you would want to know about rocket launchers <laughs> and the perks and then the things. And so if you want to get if you want to deep dive on rocket launchers, go go to Rostopoulos. He will tell you all the good things about all the rocket launchers. Mm-hmm. As Nancy Benari alluded to, we'll have Abby Hours. In the her link in the show notes about the tucked away triumph guide for the smuggling compartments in the presage, uh, um, not dungeon mission quest, yeah, quest jumpy puzzle land. And you know, it, it wouldn't be our show if we didn't say Fallout at least once and link a Fallout plays video. In this case, uh, you know, his video on the solo legendary law sector and how the Titan exotic is super broken about the thunder crash being super thunder crashy. But more importantly, maybe not more importantly, but just as importantly, no, more importantly, in, in the notes of that video, he answers the question I have wanted to know all season and last season. So it's a, it's a Saturday afternoon. I'm going to get on. I've got some time. Where do I go and which lost sector and what is it giving me? Friends, he has put together a linked Google document that we'll link on the show notes, or at least we'll link his video in the show notes. Of farming this broken exotic right now, he has a link to a calendar of lost sectors. The day, the date, the level of the lost sector is at 1300 or 1330, where it is, and what the loot is for it. So, if you're trying to get those gauntlets or trying to get that chess piece or the class you're chasing, you know where to go and what you have to do to get there. Then you can go back to Fallout's channel, look up a great video on how to do it solo or how to get it done. And now you know what you're actually trying to do. It's amazing. So thank you for this calendar. It's marvelous. And the last one I found is from the legend himself, which I got a good chuckle at. Because there are a lot of, you know, S-tier, A-tier ranking videos of armor and weapons. Well, he has ranked Destiny Complaints. (laughs) What? He's rated the complaints about the game of Destiny on that same, you know, A tier, B tier, S tier scale. And this is part one of the video. So apparently there's a part two coming. It's about the best 15 minutes you can spend of your week watching him going over the complaints about Destiny and rating them on a tier scale. So that's what I'm I've not got. Seeing that video. Did, you, did you not post it? Uh, I think I posted it. You did. But you missed huh. out the other one that you put in there. Pay to be famous. Oh, there it is. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. Yeah, well, yeah, when Paid to Be Famous, you sort you, of you talked about just goes over the. I mentioned those earlier, just about the new elemental mods you can have that I didn't realize were in the game. But he obviously puts more effort into it than I did. Because he made a video. He did. But I mean, you, you made a whole podcast. And he mm. made a video where he talked for like five minutes. It may have taken him six hours to make that video, but yeah, we'll never know. And knowing is half the battle. So respawn, tell us about a hand cannon you like. Well, that's the second video I posted, not the first. And oh, sorry. I don't tell personally like it. Oh, you like? <laughs> so the very first video I posted was about the shotguns, right? And it's uh, it's Rick Cactus, Rick Rich Cactus, whatever the hell nickname he comes out with every week. Cactus um, HT. It says it's the new S plus tier shotgun you need to get, and it goes over the the moon shotgun whose name i can't be bothered to remember blasphemer uh and yeah and he's comparing it to the raid shotgun which um all in all he's got some good points as far as like longevity of 
ammo retainment, right? But other than that, I mean, the raid shotgun, if you have reconstruction and any damage perk, it's going to do you well, right? But if you can't get into the raid or you can't do the raid for whatever reason, farm the moon for this shotgun because it is a very close, very good second option. They are both select shotguns. They both do extra precision damage, and they both have very good ammo economy. Can't get one comparable. No, the rolls are not comparable. Um, In order for you to get anywhere near the same DPS as the... uh, uh, the raid shotgun, you got to get swashbuckler and you have to proc swashbuckler with all five and then utilize the uh, the fourth times the charm perk to keep those rounds getting magazine and you have to have a larger magazine. There's just there's a lot of things that you have to get on this shotgun for reconstruction on the raid shotgun, right? So, like I said, <laughs> so you're talking it's a PV. E kind of weapon. It is well. a PVE kind of weapon. You could also use it for PvP. PvP is good. I'm sorry, uh, uh, slug shotguns apparently are pretty good in PvP right now. You could use it there, but you'll also get outranged by the chaperone and the exotic shotgun we got last season, whose name I can't remember. But yeah, you could take it if you want. Up to you. Uh, the second video is regarding, like we said, the palindrome. Um... It's by uh by my dude Astacross, and he's basically talking about all the different roles on the on the palin on the palindrome. Uh, there's a bunch of different roles to look out for. One of the main ones he's talking about is of course quick draw with rangefinder, um, and uh something to increase stability and range. Right. So there's a whole bunch that goes into that video. I don't want to spoil it. Take a look at it. It's a good video, especially if you like palindrome, especially if you play D1 and you like the idea of a D1 palindrome. Uh. Take a look at it. It's good to know. So that's all I had. I didn't know we were reading this week. (laughs) Doesn't he say in that video that that he struggled with Rangefinder on it? Uh, Did he? Yeah, I'm sure he said that some people might struggle with Rangefinder because of the the cones or the accuracy on it. Oh, okay. Very tight, I think he said. Screaming in the morning. So (laughs) I may have missed that part. But if he did, if he, if he did, he did. He uh, did. But like I said, there's, there's a few different roles on there that you can look out for. Okay, cool. Well, I've picked a couple of videos for you to kind of have a perusal over. I'm going to start with Fallout Plays because he did a really good in-depth video on Whispers of Torment Fragment and why it's so strong and how quickly you can generate grenades. And I didn't know, I wasn't fully aware of this, that you could stand in a Titan barricade that isn't your own and it won't kill you. It will take you down to the slither of health that you could get one shot or even just like scratched and die. But the, the Titan Barricade will not kill you if you stand in it. It will constantly proc the Whispers of Torment, which then generates the grenade energy really, really fast. Um, but he goes over some really good and interesting facts about this new uh, fragment that you can get and put on your armor. With, uh, so you tell on your me armor, on your want to get low health stand behind your barricade and you get mad grenade and get back from doing so well no he said like in certain situations you're in trials you've killed the opposite team you haven't got your grenade energy but there's a titan barricade just sitting there he said just go and walk into it backwards and forwards backwards and forwards you've got your grenade for the next round so he said there's a lot of good oh, things for en- this enemy titan barricade 
You mean yes, yes, an enemy Titan so barricade. You said not yours. I was assuming friendly Titan barricades that were not no. yours. You're talking barricades. Enemy barricades. But yeah, there's there's like he shows you with the like different weapon types as well. So like a high powered sniper rifle compared to an auto rifle, how much kind of energy you get back from like chip damage to like a, a headshot damage and how quickly it works with other exotics as well. So definitely worth a watch. And then a rumor that was going around the the community this week that I heard was that the Dragonfly spec is working with the, uh, uh, what's that symbol? The chain reaction, the nuclear symbol chain reaction. The, the, it's to the point that it was even on the DCP podcast that people were mentioning it. And then Miss 5000 Watts pointed out that Errol, as I'm going to do, had did a video uh, completely, uh, you know, abolishing that idea of it working with uh, Dragonfly. It doesn't do any extra damage. It doesn't work at all. But he goes over some interesting facts with the Salvagers Salvo, which is the new grenade launch that you can get from doing the quests. And then Esoteric has all five clues in the Presage mission. For These are all the different locations for the scannable things that you can get. So there are five scannables in there for the Figment of an Answer Triumph, which goes alongside the Abbey Arrow one. And then to go along with the Fallout Plays one that Parody highlighted, Cool Guy goes over why you want the Omni Oculus uh, chess piece for the Hunters, the Hidden Perks, slash bug that it <laughs> makes the ability a spam king so there are several different things that you can do with your smoke grenades and being on all the different trees for the void hunter that make this a really good s tier even in pdp this just looks amazing the things that you can do by dodging and smoke bombing and and various different things on yourself and on allies and it gives you distances of where you need to be to do different things it looks amazing. It was the one uh, exotic chess piece that I missed out on getting this week from the Lost Sector. I will try when it comes up again next week. And then the last one, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, was Mano Destra 777 does uh, Dead Man's Tale Prestige Solo Flawless and Cheeses. He goes over with the different tips in there with some of the locations. Actually, I'm lying. It's not the last one. I did want to highlight Froggy this week because he did a glitch where he glitched into uh, the presage mission and go round and show you where all the different locations for the hidden caches are via him glitching on the top of the map basically but he shows you uh, a screenshot of where they are in the actual mission as well as where they are in the actual locations of how, how they were how to get there basically and i think that's it it's gone really dark here i haven't turned the light on and i can't read my bit of paper and i guess that's it yeah we did have an email. No, no, you don't. No, no Respawn, you want to hear this? You want to hear uh, this? So when you get that excited, I don't, I don't want to hear it. No, 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 Respawn, you want to hear this one. So we had an email from Xavier Condra, Contado. Xavier Contado. Respawn, I think you're right about Hunters. And Joker was correct too. That's it. That's all we got. He just wanted to make you aware that you're right about hunters, and Joker was also correct. Uh, okay, now I got to go back and review my own podcast. Because <laughs> I mean, of course I'm right, but why am I right? I'm happy to a lot of the people. <laughs> and just know that you're right. 
CJ CJ would work. I'm I'm guessing that CJ would work. He asked the question that Parody asked earlier, but I'm guessing that Parody didn't realise that he was answering asking the question. Hey guys, just wondering what your opinions are on the new exotic Dead Man's Tale random rolls. Now I know we had the Hawkmoon have random rolls, but the word on the street is that Destiny 2 will begin to incorporate this a lot uh, of the new exotics later on. Can you imagine grinding an exotic for a later raids that you finally get and it's yeah, well. I can. And perhaps use this in PvP and PvE. I think Respawn's covered his um, thoughts on that. I think we covered the thoughts on what's actually happening with the exotics. He says he knows Respawn would be. And he was. You you called it. You know, I think Respawn, you're getting a bit more predictable these days in your old age. Um, and I think that was it. Um, I think that was it. Yeah. And they have very well been it. It feels like it then. That does feel like it. Unless yeah. Riz has anything else that he'd like to add before we kick him off the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I have nothing. So before we move, we move into phase two of the podcast after show, the yeah. super top secret one that I've just made up seconds ago. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, Riz, Night Demon, Respawn. Ghost of Nadarf, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody of Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one response in real life. Your Lore Scribe, who is really is on podcast this week, so he's abandoned us, is Nadarf. Risen is has been your guest of the week. Who will be here next week? Who knows? We don't even know until the show starts, so find out with us. Yeah. You can go to Hunter at hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter, Two Titans at Hunter. We're on Instagram and Facebook, and really just put Two Titans and a Hunter into a search box on the internet. You'll find us. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn on PC. And Xbox One, he slums it with us. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And, you know, the music in Epic's Prime, still good, still headbanging, still can't shoot well. So enjoy chasing your exotic roles. Enjoy your hand cannons, because guess what? There will be even more hand cannons. Say goodbye, guys. Until next week. Mrs. Bye. Hasta luego. really should I, I think i should have put in there somewhere but i apologize for the audio quality of joker last week because he sounded absolutely fine for us didn't he when we were recording yeah, yeah. there was no, no issue i went back several times and re-downloaded just his audio it just everything was just horrible about it, it just weird so this is also our pre-apology to you if, <laughs> if yes. comes out. i'm sorry that you're not to be heard, <laughs> it happened. It, it, no, dude, you are totally good. I often make the absolute fool out of myself when I talk. So if anything, that could be a blessing in disguise. Uh, not whether or not you make a fool of yourself, bud. That's what this entire show is based around, us making fools of ourselves. I don't know what you thought you were getting yourself into. Yeah. <laughs> well, anything, really. Yeah, wow. Nadine, it sounds like you're going to have a harder time with Respawn's audio than mine. You know what? <laughs> I heard that line. That was the first clear sentence I've gotten from you in a while. Uh, <laughs> so, how did you find us, Riz? Um, I think I don't even. I think I had just gotten into podcasts because I was just finished a Star Wars one, and I was just yeah. like, you know what? I'm I'm in a Destiny phase right now. Let's see if I can find any decent Destiny ones. And did you so find I any? just. Um, <laughs> 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 um, beat me to it. 